Bill Mosley, Danielle Harris, Dick Warlock, George Romero, Dave Harvey, Robert England, Ronnie Blakely, and you're listening to Deep in the Heart of Texas. With your hosts, Jeff, Nathan, and Ralph. You gotta be fucking kidding. We will ram it right up your butt. I'm Nathan. I'm Jeff. And this is Ralph. And we're back to discuss Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 and Texas Chainsaw Massacre The Next Generation. Wow, wow, wow. Ralph, let's hear some info. Let's uh, go into Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, find out the goodies. This is a 1990 film? 1990. It was... Wow. Uh, Movie came out. The release date was January twelfth of nineteen ninety. Directed by a Mr. Jeff Burr, no relation to Mr. Burr, the comedian. Um, the movie. <laughs> it, damn it! Bill Burr a, was in this. I think I might chip. Yeah, Bill yeah, Burr's yeah, dad. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I might have too. Will Burr. <laughs> Will Burr. Get it? <laughs> Classic. Sorry. <laughs> Every now and then there's a bad joke. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We we can't get away from a bad joke in this in this podcast. But in the box office, it made like $5.8 million. So it, it did decent for what it, for what it was. For what it was. What was the budget? Uh, I didn't get that part. Mm. I, have, I haven't gotten there. Um, <laughs> the uh, But, yeah, it, it grossed less than $6 million in the U.S. box office, though. Wow. Um, yeah, it's okay, I guess, for a horror movie. Granted, horror movies have always had a... Pretty quick turnaround. Make make them cheap. End up getting high, you know. And that, that the bad thing was with the with this coming out, New Line was trying to piggyback off of Freddy's Dead kind of ending the franchise. So they were hoping to create a franchise with this Texas Chainsaw Massacre three to kind of reinvent another slasher franchise for them to kind of milk for a while. And I guess with that kind of uh, gross, it didn't really. No. Yeah. No, it didn't do so hot. No. Uh, no, and that and the uh, the fact that the uh, director and studio and the producers and everybody butted fucking heads over this movie. They made him cut so much out. Like, yeah, because it was like originally going to be rated X. Cause of yeah, because it, it originally was so, had a rated X. So violent. But the the thing is, is like we didn't even get to see the unrated version no, until no, no. a couple, like maybe 10 years ago. No, actually, when I when I ran this out of video cassette, it was actually the unrated version. Direct, unrated really? director's cut. With the skull pop? With everything. Like, that's why when, when you watch the underrated version, it has some ad- additional scenes because uh, you have Tex actually aid the little girl in killing uh, one of the one of the characters. Mm-hmm. And it's just stuff that you see that kind of throws the original theatrical rhythm off because when you watch the theatrical rhythm, I think it played more like a, a quick, um, like an action film, like a thriller action. So there's like yeah. a speed and intensity to it. I think I watched the unrated one. I can't remember if I watched you did. rated or unrated. If you borrowed mine, it's unrated. Yeah, it's unrated. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Because the R-rated version, that's the actual uh, theatrical cut. But the unrated version, I I prefer. There's a couple extra yeah. minutes of some extra cool shit. That yeah. Well, the rated version didn't make any goddamn sense. Like uh, I go back to the uh, scene by the lake where the chainsaw is in the lake, 
And it's just, you know, running on top of the water and flailing, and oh, he yeah. throws Ken Foray on it. But in the rated version, he just gets head-butted. Gotcha. And then you think he's dead, and flip-flop. Yeah. You know, goddamn, Ken Foray has more lives than a fucking cat in this movie. <laughs> and that came down to, like, test screens and stuff of people really appear up uh, pee... They found just a, give me 15 more seconds. <laughs> they found the character so appealing that they decided to uh, recut it. I hated him in this movie. <clears throat> he didn't like him? No, I fucking I hated him. I love Benny. I thought like, Benny was awesome. The part where the car's overturned and he's like, notices the guy's fucked up, like a weirdo, so he goes and tries to load his gun. Like, the guy's like, hurry up. And he's like, just give me 15 seconds. It's like, wow, that's pretty specific. Yeah. And he's the slowest fucking rifle loader I've ever known in my life. It's senior. You know. Senior. If he was going to a senior apocalypse mm-hmm. training. Well, guess what? You should be a lot quicker at loading. I guess. But that's, you know, be all you can be on the weekend, you know? Yeah. Yeah, true. Could have been the weekend. Could have had a few to drink, you know, partied up a little bit. I, I'd be all I can be in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ralph, do you have any more uh, crazy ass uh, info on this? Uh, well, aside from it being, uh, it was the initial, initially the, uh, the film, like you said, was X-rated got an R, uh, got re-released as an R. It was distributed by New Line, New Line Cinema. So the house that Freddie built, yeah. uh, did release this film. And I guess that's what, I guess, like you were saying, they were trying to make it into a franchise like the Freddie films. Um, outside of that, that was really it. It kind of, uh, I don't know. It just, with it having a 1990 release, it's. I don't know. It was it was it was decent for for the time that it came out, and like like you said, I watched the unrated version, and like I didn't really see a whole lot that made it, that could have like called it for an X. Well, granted, I'm living in a time where X rated was or X rating is now pretty much everything that you see on fucking HBO nowadays. And just thinking about like back in the day, especially like late '80s, early '90s, um, RoboCop. When the Ed 209 just shoots that guy on the table just for a couple more extra seconds, they consider that to be an X rating or yeah. warranting an X rating. It just lets you know uh, censorship was just such a hard, uh, hard press back then to like really push any kind of artistic um, gore right out the fucking window. Like, hey, we're not going to allow this. They yeah. cut four minutes and 30 seconds trimming. Wow. So that should tell you, you know, that's not scenes, that's trimming gore off. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. That's a yeah. lot. Like when you're showing too much. When you're we're talking about uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, we're talking. You know, every scene was cut down, but we're talking less than a minute thirty. Oh, we uh, we this had is that, four and a half minutes. We had gripes about uh, was it uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Six that all the cuts and kills from Jason were just cut by seconds. Like you only get a glimpse of the heart grab. Uh, yeah. You only get glimpses of every little kill that was so well done in Friday Thirteenth Part Six. Uh, Jason lives. So here you come with Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. So the first time you saw this film, Ralph, was it when you borrowed the DVD and just got to sit down and check it out? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, uh, yeah, I'm I'm new to, I'm relatively new to the Texas, Chain- Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise itself because I didn't actually get to sit down and watch a full one until the remake. So it's like to see them now, to see like the where they started and where they are now today, it's definitely. Definitely different. That's so, cool. like the first, like the first one, I really enjoyed. Granted, uh, dated as hell, but it's still it was one of those movies that if you had if you watch horror movies, it's one of those that you do have to watch. And I really enjoyed it. Um, 
But then going into the second one, second one was fun. It was a little, it was goofy. Mm. I enjoyed that one, uh, especially with uh, with a uh, discount actress <laughs> name I can't remember off the top of my head now. And then now we're going to three. It's it's interesting to see like the paths that they are taking leading up to all of this. I know it's pretty erratic. There's not really a lot of continuity within yeah. storylines. They oh, were grabbing then, at balloons floating, man, trying yeah. to keep this fucker alive. Oh, and hell, look at look at all the other horror franchises that started in the seventies and eighties and whatnot. They're not much of a continuity to them. Yeah. It's just what was big during that time and what can we scare the fuck out of you with, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh this this film was is like it's it's hard to get an accurate portrayal of what it sh- the director's vision should have been because he wanted Alan Smithy this film. He was that pissed off about it. Yeah. And he asked for his name to be taken off as soon as he found out the four and a half minutes was cut. The studio said, no, we've already done the prints, you know, for the, the credits. So, you know, fuck you. And it pretty much ruined his, his relationship with the studio because he was just like, ugh. Yeah. Like, Fuck, man! I I don't. This isn't the movie I signed on to do. Kind of like how John Buechler for Friday Seven. He was just like, "You guys are ruining my fucking movie." Whatever. When was the first time you saw this though? Ooh, VHS uh, or did you see all it? VHS? Got yeah, it. I was um, probably thirteen. I was, yeah, I'd say around thirteen. Gotcha. Uh, eighth, ninth grade. Um, it's funny. Like whenever I got into horror movies when I was younger, I usually would watch them all pretty pretty close together like like friday i knocked all out over the span of like two years you know from five to seven then halloween i watched all those pretty much as they came out after i caught the first three in uh, 88 yeah so i mean uh texas was one that fuck i mean the the fourth one i didn't watch until i was about 20 but we'll talk about that later yeah that's (laughs) a fun one to get into um, when I saw this, it's re- it's funny that part three I have a really weird relationship with is because when I was in elementary, um, like fifth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, um, we would do projects about you know like your interests or your hobbies and stuff like that. And I remember we had a stack full of newspapers, and I went through all these newspapers and I pulled out the Houston Zest out of all of them, and I cut out the black and white ad. For, you know, back in the day, you'd have a, a poster, and underneath it, it would say, hey, playing at Gulfgate Cinema or, you know, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> I cut out films that I wanted to see. So back in 1990, it was like Robocop 2 and stuff like that. But I remember cutting out the poster and that exact picture right there from the uh, from the DVD cover of Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, because it was like one of the big films I wanted to see. I read about it in Fangoria. I had the comic book. The comic book was oh man, it was the art I forgot was. Forgot they had a comic book. This one they did. They depicted uh, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre three perfectly in the uh, comic book. It was uh, gore as shitty shit, man. It was it gave you extra fucking uh, storyline in the film and all this stuff I like got. So when I finally got a chance to run out the the VHS and sit down and watch it, I loved it. Like I thought it was just probably one of my favorite Texas Chainsaw Massacres because it played so much like an actual action movie. It was like Die Hard, you know. You get some of these awesome setups and stuff, and it just plays out so well. I thought it was one of the more, more well-rounded uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacres I'd ever seen. Okay. And that's the reason I have such admiration, because if if I had to choose out of all the Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacres prior to Jessica Biel's the remake one, 
This one plays the best. From beginning to end, it's a solid adventure horror film. And I thought I loved it because part one was just so much shock and darkness. And part two is just so goofy and almost sporadic and all over the place. Part three, part three was just a linear thriller. And I loved it. Like I, I, I still go to it to this day. And minus some of the pacing issues at the beginning, it's a still, it stands up as like one of my favorite Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre films. Yeah, it has a, a good balance of comedy and horror. Like the Alfredo characters, amazing, fucking yeah. hilarious. Tom Everett, who plays him, he does awesome. Shh. <laughs> this gun makes an awfully loud noise and an awfully big hole. Do I know you? <laughs> <laughs> Do I know you? He's fucking hilarious, dude. Oh, I love the the look, ma. Colored shorts, <laughs> California. <laughs> I was just like, yes. And and Vigo Mortensen is awesome as Tex. He's a like, virtual unknown prior to this. Yeah, basically. he was in a couple of TV shows and then uh, Witness with Harrison Ford, and that was it. And he sticks out like a sore thumb of like being so well acted. Yeah, he's good in this movie because when he's just Tex and he's just like, oh, hell yeah, hell yeah, you know, y'all can take this road. And he goes, yeah, you see it. Can I get a ride? Listen, man, I can't help you. Be a dick. <laughs> I don't be a dick. Oh, man. But this starts out so well. I mean, you have a boyfriend, girlfriend. They're about to go in a long-distance relationship mode. You know, the relationship's kind of on the rocks. Well, they're done. Yeah. He's just helping her move. And they're trying to, you know, she's trying to have a good time and have conversation. Enjoy the road trip, you know, enjoy each other's. You know, mm-hmm. company. company. And, you know, he's just doing everything. In his yeah, you're driving from California to Florida, right? Yeah. yeah. Fucking lovely. Yeah. With your ex. Let's go from nice weather to just swamp ass. That is friendship <laughs> zone material God, all yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, can you pull over? I got get some more. Now, if you recognize, batteries. I don't know if you recognize this actor, the guy. Oh, yeah. Friday 13th, part seven. Seven. Yeah. Yeah, William Butler. That's all I know him from. No, dude. I When you go through his. That's the one that I'm like, ah. Like I can point out, but I'm sure his filmography. No, like, no. When I recently remember him from is Night Living Dead, the remake. Yeah, yeah, that too. That's where I always yeah. like, always like, Bobby Joe, come up here, come on. It's like, it's the dude, the from idiot down, that yeah. shoots the gas yeah. pump. <laughs> it's like the idiot that shoots the gas pump. Yeah, like, see, I always forget. Like, and when you pointed him out in Part Seven, I was like, now I can't watch Part Seven without going. It's fucking that dude mm-hmm. from fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. Yeah, because I, you know, like. I saw part seven when I was like six. So that was like my introduction to this guy. But every it's weird. Like Friday, I always see actors from Friday. I'm like, oh, that's the guy from Friday. Yet this, you know, the movie came out before Friday. And what's weird is this, not this, this one. This bastard's like a damn Pill Paxton and shit. He's done Night Living Dead. He's done Friday 13th. He did an episode of Freddy's Nightmares. He's yeah. done Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, yeah. He even did Ghoulies 2. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. And then you go off and fucking direct like gingerbread men for full moon and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like, God dang, like this guy is uh he does everything. He's he really everywhere. Does. I think that this isn't the first time we've talked about him either. No, because we brought him up every now and then, but it's just like we're taking notice because he you know it's ghoulies. Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. What I liked was the the main chick. Uh she doesn't do a lot of stuff. Uh she played uh God damn it. Michelle, I think was the, the lead mm-hmm. character's name. Kate but, Hodge. Uh, Kate Hodge, thank yeah. you. Uh, yeah, she comes out in Rapid Fire with uh, Brandon Lee. That's why, like, the only uh, other film I remember her yeah. in. But 
still, she was she was a good leading actress because once she loses her shit and she pulls her hands from the nails yeah. and stuff, and when she's like nailed to the chair, she's like, "Oh yeah, you want fuck with me? Come on!" I was like, "Oh shit, this bitch went to like full berserk mode." Yeah, but it, she, she was she awesome. Went, yeah, she went a little off the rails for there for a minute there. I thought it was cool. Weird. She played two different characters on the same TV show. Really? In huh. Silk Stockings. Oh, yeah, so Silk Stockings. Yeah. She played Taylor <laughs> and then uh, fucking Paige Hamilton. Like Silk Stockings and like Red Shoe Diaries. Oh, yeah. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't in that. I know the filmography. <laughs> you do know the film. That's what troubles me. But yeah, I mean, hey, Ken Flory, Tom Hudson. I mean, it it actually has like a really good cast that's very well acted. Um like you said, the compromise is what's the original vision because a lot of that footage is gone. The unrated is not all that's and there. I, and I understand. I mean, I can I could submit to gore and stuff like that because honestly, once this gets to the gas station, that last chance gas station, and yeah. Tom Everett does the Alfredo, you're like, oh yeah, you're fucking me, bitch. You're fucking me. He's like, <laughs> Fuck oh. you. This is my fucking place. <laughs> I was like, I think he's playing pickaboo with you because he's like, he's he's doing like a. I love how he's pumping up her gas. He's like humping the tank because yeah. he's doing oh, it. I'm gonna play you up real good. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna play you up real good. Yeah, bro. Oh, God, I think I have a clip of the. What is it? The uh, just a <laughs> random shit. He goes. Yes, he's good. Five bucks. He's only five bucks. It's a good picture. What, what, what do you say? Three sixty nine. Okay, for just for you. Three sixty nine. Give it three sixty nine. That's a good. Five bucks. He's only five bucks. <laughs> he just keeps on like trying to haggle her with that goddamn photo. I love I'm it. I'm gonna service you real good, man. <laughs> Don't you worry about it. I'm going to service you real good, man. <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> oh, yeah. Got a California plate. But I love that he's, like, got it a peeping booth, you know, to the women's restroom. Yeah. And then Tex catches him and, like, how dare you, motherfucker? This is my fucking place. Fucking runs inside. And oh, then God. They take off and you see Tex get gunned down. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty fucking All cool. All right. He gets gunned down, and then, like, they just go in, like, full-on panic mode. Like, just drive. Get us out of here. Use, use. The Texans Road. Yeah, why? Take that right. Why? You're so unfamiliar with this area. Why? Why would you take, like, I mean, I would say on, like, highway, whatever I don't fuck. care if it added seven hours to my trip. Main I'm highway. following them fucking highway. Main yeah, highway. I just saw Agreed. a dude murdered. Do you think I'm going to go play around in the hills? Yeah. No. Take Texas no. Road. It's going to get us to where we need to go faster. Mm-mm. No. Mm. But I love this chase scene. Dude, no, when that garage door opens up, he's yeah. like 1959 F series fucking forward. Lift tr- the oh fuck up God. with a deer sh- <laughs> spread on the fucking. Oh, you gotta get it, bitch! Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's so cool because like this chasing, it's it's at night. These people are, you know, think they've gotten far enough away and they're fucking going along and the truck is right behind them with She's no like, headlights do you hear that do you hear yeah. something whoa, 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 i don't i don't hear anything just, you're hearing shit fucking lights kick on scare the hell out of you but they throw like a dead dog or a deer or something like that like at the windshield and then then you get the coolest scene because like they had the flat tire and they're changing the flat tire in the dark and all you have is a flat light and she's like do you hear that I need the light. God damn it. Bring the light back. There's something happening out there. You don't hear this? God dang. And you get that. When she swoops the light, if you look real close to your TV, you see him 
Oh, you do? You see him like in the middle frame. Like she swoops by and you see him like just staring. Like you, So do you have the Blu-ray of this? No. I don't think there is a Blu-ray of this. Oh. I was there, like, if there is, like, I need to get that because all I yeah. have is yeah, I you still need to have complete the, the set. I still have the DVD. Need to complete the set, Nate. I because we have what? We have the Blu-ray. I'll buy it on Voodoo, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> we have the 40th, No, it's not even on Voodoo. We like, have the 40th anniversary of uh Texas on Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah. We have the Scream Factory part two. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's a part three. There's a 1080p there's an H- next generation <laughs> on Voodoo. Okay. <laughs> I just Okay. For everybody that's like, what the fuck is he keep talking about? Um I loaned Ralph Hello. these movies eight days ago. <laughs> I said, hey, bro, uh, I didn't get to watch these yet, but here you go. You have more time than I do. I didn't catch the part that I didn't watch these yet. Um, <laughs> so yesterday, Ralph Ralph's at work, and wouldn't you know it, no videos. I have to be prepared. So what I did was I went to Voodoo. I was like, oh, rent two ninety nine. Fuck, I hit the buy button. <laughs> and Sammy goes, you rented for eight ninety nine. Fuck, <laughs> son of a bitch! And what's fucking hilarious? I don't want that movie in my library. We'll talk about why, but Jesus. Well, what's Christ. funny is if you're sitting at home where your your credit card is, you know, to your house. If you would just scan the barcode at your house, you can buy the HD version for two bucks. Yeah, he had my movie. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me four bucks, Ralph, and keep the fucking DVD. <laughs> I don't want the DVD. I, have I can't break the set. I have an HD digital copy now. <laughs> oh. And what's even worse is it's first on my list now in Voodoo. It's like, <laughs> I have to look at that fucking turd. Anywho. We'll, we'll get back that to later. that one in a minute. <laughs> so Story time. You see him walking up. Yeah, you see him walking up, and when they, uh, as soon as he gets that final lug nut on, like, hey, this will do. Like he tightens up that light last lug nut and he's like, "This will work. This is this is good enough for now." And as soon as he says that, ring, <laughs> ring, 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 <laughs> ring, ring, <laughs> ding, ring, ding. <laughs> but what's so awesome about this attack? He like literally takes these fucks goddamn trunk off. Like he Dude, literally yeah, he just rips it. the fucking trunk off. You don't need this. It's his left here now. I've always felt weird about the Mercedes that they're driving. Yeah. I'm like, it's a baby powder blue. I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. who cares if he fucks that car up? It's like a classic. It was, <laughs> it's ruined when you bought it, you dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I suggest a paint job. It's my dad's car. You know, that's <laughs> obviously why you like it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Um, what we kind of skipped over is the very beginning mm. uh, when, when Leatherface uh, is in his shack and he's making the mask. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very all uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Freddie making the gloves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of got like the idea. Like New Line Cinema was like really following. Well, a lot of people to... were doing this. Remember Halloween Five? He's cutting yep. up the pumpkin. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's somebody, like a perfect. Pumpkin. Somebody's douching at night. <laughs> I tell you what, I just carved a pumpkin. It sounds like you were doing something else. If I was, well, I mean, it smells like vinegar and water. <laughs> <laughs> Whether or not there was a Pringles can in my pocket is besides the point. <laughs> and the chick's like looking through the You're window. Good. <laughs> God, that's like the worst part of episode. God damn it. You can't listen to the second Text Jason Massacre 2 review without. Yeah. <laughs> R. <laughs> 
Good. (laughs) (laughs) See, thank God there's no like we don't go Facebook live. Anyways, uh, I need a periscope. I fucking had to carve a pumpkin, and I guarantee if I would have stabbed it up like Halloween, there wouldn't be nothing left of that pumpkin. It was like. Perfect. Perfect. They just have a bunch of scoring marks all over it. <laughs> See, at least this is like gritty. Like he's almost like cutting his fingers when he's like fucking yeah. chopping the it up. The camera zooms back. It's like the Pringles can guy. <laughs> Carved into the book <laughs> with his monocle. <laughs> God, <damn>. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> we need a T-shirt that's deep in our Texas. The Pringles guy with a monocle. <laughs> Yes, I'm in it. That's awesome. So I'm going as next Halloween. (laughs) I'm just (laughs) (laughs) screw it down there. Oh man, let's do the time warp again. Oh, all right. Um, so after the trunks ripped off and all that crap, you wait. We did skip one more section. What do we skip? skip? Where they're driving and they come across the cops on the barricade. You have a little sound clip for that. It's the, uh, for long periods of time, under conditions like these, they putrefy into a substance called a dip. Uh, dip Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, we seem to be experiencing. Out of posture, you idiot. And in this scene, you will see Stretch. Yeah, which is kind briefly of, for like a. It's kind of like three she became seconds. a news reporter to kind of like stay on. Well, keep in mind she. When she revealed her intentions to Lefty, it was, do you think I want to stay in this fucking shithole forever? True, yeah. So, yeah, she broke the story, had a had a novel, and became a reporter. And we wouldn't see her again until, like, what, Hatchet 2? No, she's actually in part four. Bullshit. Yep. She's credited. Uncredited, know. but it's in her filmography. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. And Franklin and fucking Sally Hardesty are in these next two. Yeah. I don't know which one's on which, but... Franklin's in it. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, he's so brief, you don't even like make it out. I don't know. He's like the orderly pushing Marilyn Chambers. And Chambers. Uh, Marilyn Burns. Oh, that's right. He is the orderly. Yeah. And the hitchhiker's like the cop that's talking. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, uh, the director really wanted to get Gunnar Hansen back for this role. Yeah. And he also offered it to uh, the Johnson guy, the, the guy from part two. Yeah. Both said no. Yeah. Sad. No, Gunner just house. couldn't come to financial obligation because he got fucked on that first movie. So he's like, "Look, pay me X amount," and they're like, "We don't have the budget for that." And he wouldn't budge. And there you have it. Yeah. He's off to Chainsaw Highway or whatever the fucking movie he did. What I love is they showed the body pit. Yeah, and they show him like it's like kind of behind the house. You kind of get this idea that maybe it's either from part two or maybe from part one. You don't know. The geography of like where the body pit actually is. It's just another one of the Sawyer's supposed body pits. Yeah. Because there's like 40 fucking bodies or somebody being exhumed. You know, if I had to take a guess from uh, skulls and, you know, rib cages and stuff, I think it's like. What was interesting is that he said, like, if you're not buried correctly, your body turns into basically poisoned Crisco. And Mm -hmm. I love the idea of that because it's, you know, it's obviously basic uh, anatomy facts. That's why they threw uh, lye on bodies back in the day. Exactly. Because it eats away that. At your flesh and yeah. it dissolves you quicker. But yeah, if not, your guts just putrefy and turn to gas. Yeah. yeah. And your but your body fat and all that stuff literally just turns into like I wonder what happens to the cock. Well, it's a muscle, so I would it would just what, like basically 
Spoil. No, like, what, <laughs> what, <clears throat> like rigor mortis was setting down there or something like that. Whoa. Blood was fucking flush. I don't know. <laughs> I that's can't wait till death if that's. I it. hope I can. <laughs> that's how I go to. Can heaven. I just watch the lower half of me just die and decay? <laughs> no scientific reason. <laughs> can you kill my lower half? No, just go look at fucking Stephen Hawking. <laughs> like fuck. <laughs> God damn it! God damn. Oh, that's like a different kind of flatliners. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Limp liners. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, he's probably got a dick bigger than his spinal cord. It's <laughs> <laughs> like laser. <laughs> when he can't reach his mouthpiece, how do you think he gets to it? <laughs> <laughs> Onward and forth. <laughs> oh, man. I should imagine him as fucking Hawking and Franklin in a race. <laughs> Hawking would win. Franklin was fat. Hawking, ha- yeah. Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That and Hawking, his is Franklin. Like, uh, his is like fucking remote, so he doesn't have to worry about having to like move it's his little t- arm. It's tongue operated. Steven, wait for me. Steven. He put a fucking jetpack on him and some gas. <laughs> Eat shit. <laughs> Flick that match or boom, Viking funeral. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. God damn. Yeah. Uh, he could be the bowling ball going towards the bowling pins <laughs> that you're wanting to do so bad, Jeff. <laughs> hey, like like Jeff's always stated. Just set them all up. <laughs> like Jeff has always stated. Stated. That's how all cripples should go. That would go. be like the ultimate race. I want to see that video game. Stephen Hawking versus Franklin <laughs> versus what's his name? Friday 13th versus fucking Corey Haim from fucking Silver Bullets. It's like a special for Forza. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I want to get 20 inch rims and drop a new engine in that wheelchair. Man, look at Frank. Got him a fucking extra large bag of Funyuns. <laughs> get Mark in there from Friday. Mark. <laughs> the variant would actually be him. Mark with the- would win. Yeah, Mark was yeah, like, he was he was, yeah, he was like ex-quarterback. Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> talking are, about Franklin making how, a very how, brief cameo. How does the couple wreck the car in order to, like, what, oh, the text jumps in the yeah. middle of the road, and it throws yeah. Benny to kind of overthrow them, and they both kind of wreck. And yeah. they wreck Ken Forey, yeah. 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 Is his name like, Benny? What the fuck? Yeah, Benny. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And it's uh, he's just passing out Viking into everybody. He's like, here, just take this. (laughs) Thanks. It's like oxycodone. Boom. Out. (laughs) What day is it? It wouldn't even that bad of a wreck. I know. Like they rolled down a hill at five miles an hour. Jesus Christ. He flipped his fucking truck. Like, he flipped his truck. If anything, fucking, he needed it more yeah, than anybody. He had a blood coming out of his I'd be so happy shit. if I like got a flat tire on the highway and like somebody and just came out. up. No, the guy, just, here's some oxycodone. Thank you, sir. <laughs> this will go by. Do I blow you? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a trick? <laughs> do I pay you before or do I pay you after? <laughs> Like, how does this work? Or is it during that? Well, I don't remember. I don't know. Sure, sir. Services have not been rendered yet. I want to know. <laughs> What's the transaction here? Is this in my discount tire policy? <laughs> right. like, Are you from AAA? I think so, you're from AAA. So I, do I take the oxy before I change my tire or after? He gives you an oxycodone and whips out a Pringle bot, <laughs> Pringle kit with a dick in it. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> That's what I expected. Yeah. God, that'd be fucking weird. You wake, you wake up in the trunk with a fucking urn of his grandmother's ashes up your ass. You're like, oh god! I, re- 
Jesus Christ. It's like, Jesus Christ. I, I really want to get the... Uh, I am in Houston. I really want to get the big uh, purple floppy thing from Idiocracy and put it on your car. Oh, my <laughs> Every time God. you accelerate, it smacks your windshield. <laughs> I want to get you the gear shift. <laughs> yes! She's like this big 18-inch cock. I know my wife would appreciate it now that she has one. Oh. owns my car. Jesus. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Here you go, honey. Merry Christmas. Where did it go? It's not in the car anymore. Where is it? (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Uh, (laughs) Mm. Not editing that out. (laughs) You just put it in neutral and floor it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a Sibian or something. It's better than the spin cycle. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Find yourself a spin cycle. What does that mean? (laughs) Uh, Never mind. <laughs> what is that? Great outdoors. Great outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> the giant bear. Oh. The old 46er. 86. 86. I've actually 86. tried to eat that. No way. I swear to God, they have one up north. 86 ounces of fucking Na- Mine was 96 ounces. Jesus. Fucking hell. I got about halfway through it. Jesus. I made the mistake of eating the potato first. What? Uh, Why would you You eat have the- to eat the whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not just the steak. But why would you start with the potato? Because I figure the potato, you push it down in the intestines, kind of mushes up, and then you <laughs> fucking plow it on with steak. <laughs> no. But it was 150 no. bucks, and, I, I, man, I got close. I hey, got, kudos for trying. Dude, yeah. I got close. I mean, it's a fucking delicious steak, so I was like, dude, yeah. Uh, no, when I go get the uh, all-beef rib plate at fucking Papa's Barbecue, and it's just like beef ribs about the size of your fucking forearm, you got four of them on a oh, plate. Oh, fuck. Yes. Like, fuck. Where's this? At uh, Papa's Barbecue over there, there's one in Channel View. There's Let's one. go there, dude. When you get them and they're fucking like yabba dabba do fucking size forearm <sighs> beef ribs, you're eating that motherfucker. Look, he just went down a fucking donut factory. Do <laughs> 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 a glazed donut. He's <laughs> like Jesus Christ from perspiration. I was like, and I don't fucking. I was like, do you want a napkin? It's like, no. <laughs> no. I will go wash this off. <laughs> After all four of these are gone, I'm just gonna dip my face in my shirt. Oh, dude! I was like, save I, it for later. I like have to put a glove on just to like have grip to grab my Dr Pepper. Dude, Your I want to go eat there. Oh, just awesome. Let's go eat there. I love beef ribs. I do too. It's just like it's fucking delicious. Yeah. I keep going to Rudy's and they're like, "Hey, here's your little microscopic ribs." For no, that'll be twelve bucks. I'm no, like, no. no, I want to feel like Fred fucking Flintstone. At the intro, where like my fucking card is tips I wanna, over. I want to feel like Fred Flintstone, and I want to look like John Candy afterwards. Dude, yes. Yeah, but damn it. So those of you in Houston that want to hang out with us, we're going to be going to Papa's Barbecue oh, soon. Man. Soon. Go Facebook Live. Right. <laughs> Which oh, is- I want a time lapse of just me eating the fucking ribs. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and what's sad is I go there for lunch sometimes from work, so I'll come back and it's like I just won't do anything after I get back from lunch. Like, what's the matter, with Jeff? He ate four beef ribs. <laughs> Don't ask him to do shit except literally go shit. <laughs> <laughs> you have to loosen your belt two notches and unbutton your pants. <laughs> God damn! Everybody like, oh man, that works. Jeff, shouldn't. all right, he's breathing heavy. Did your shirt shrink, dude? Me and Ralph, <laughs> we went on a quest not too long ago uh, for the the best cheesesteak in. In Houston, no way. We went to like yeah. what six? Yeah, we went to places? six different places. Six or seven? What, dude? Yeah. The best one is fucking over an hour away. Yeah. Oh my fucking god! Their chicken cheese steak. They use chicken cheese steak. Dude, don't even fuck around. Chicken. Don't fuck with my no, chicken. No, no, no. What the fuck? Why would you cheese steak? Where the fuck does chicken and steak ever go together? I get one of each. Okay, thank God. Yeah. 
cheese. But the chicken cheesesteak with the cheese whiz is fucking oh, amazing. Oh, God, why the cheese whiz? That's a Philly cheesesteak. If it doesn't have provolone, it's a fucking cheese whiz steak. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who the fuck was cheese whiz? You're not from fucking Philly. You've never been out of Texas. I'm on the other side of Philly. Obviously, it doesn't have the fucking cheese whiz on it. Jesus Christ. Who was Dude, cheese whiz? the whiz is what makes a Philly no, cheese steak. No, The provolone you're is You're out of your mind. You put fucking, fucking sliced cheese on a cheese steak. Listeners, fucking, I know cheese we got whiz? some Pennsylvania motherfuckers on this. I understand thing. the cheese whiz people, but that's like a different blocked. Exactly. It's like blocked intestines that are fucking Bullshit. just that's, basting that's in glory Mc, and wonderful. Like, I like McDonald's You're and right. I like Whataburger. Yo, it's like, McDonald's you cheese whiz it'd be better. Cheese whiz is fucking McDonald's. <laughs> fucking sliced cheese is Whataburger. The next time I'm going to give Jesus you some fucking right. Fermenta cheese God, on your fucking yeah. belly. Fucking cheese whiz? Fucking yeah, swipe it right under my oh, nuts and slap chicken? it on your sandwich. Chicken cheese steak. Dude. <laughs> with cheese whiz. Dude, that's an original what the fuck? That's an original cheesesteak. No, it's not. What are you talking about? You, uh, you never had to Philly. Dude, I watched the fucking Philly. What, you watch Fresh Prince? No. <laughs> I watched Fresh Prince, but I know the difference. There's two kinds of chili cheesesteak. No, there is Philly the bullshit There's Texas. Whiz. No, the, you gotta have whiz. No, just one, one side of the block has cheese whiz. The other side of the block has fucking provolone. Yes, guess who has provolone? The Italians. The good side. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking cheese whiz. What the fuck? You gonna fucking no cheese whiz? What the fuck? You gotta have cheese whiz. Jesus Christ. You gotta have the whiz. Nah, oh, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. Cheese whiz is amazing. Anywho, uh, back to the fucking movie. Chicken cheesesteak with fucking A1 and cheese whiz and fucking onions with green peppers. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I guess so. You like cheese pizza? Yeah, I bet you like the abyss, too. Yeah, you like fucking Alfredo pizza. I guess so. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking cheese. God damn. (laughs) Ralph? Ralph? Yes. You've been quiet over there. Why the fuck? Now, Ralph... And me went on a cheesesteak quest. Fuck yeah. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. No, no. I need your opinion. Oh, shit. We have eaten it with put on patches of cheese, and we've eaten it with cheese whiz. What was better? Cheese whiz. Damn. Skippy. Okay. I didn't say what tastes better. I have you tried it? Fuck? Why would I eat fucking cheese whiz it's on a fucking sandwich? Mixed. I put cheese whiz on a fucking cracker. <laughs> <laughs> On a fucking sandwich. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what? What the fuck is wrong with you, you people? Why don't you leave us alone? We're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went on lunch breaks for this. Dude, we did. We we like we used to go to Vito uh, Vito's, right? Yeah, Vito's. Yeah, oh my god. We used to go up there Shout like, out to Vito's. all the fucking time. <laughs> and I'd have to buy four of them motherfuckers. Because I'd buy two for me and then two for Sammy. Jesus. Oh, they have cannolis out of out of this fucking world. Forget about it. Forget about <laughs> it. Forget about it. Jesus. Weren't we talking about a movie? <laughs> God, I don't know. We're 42 minutes into this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the middle of fucking part three. Streamline it. All right. Let's do it. So Benny wrecks the fucking car. Just God. give me 15 seconds and some cheese whiz. <laughs> yeah, so this guy that drives the fucking wrecker, he's called the Tinker. And he basically, like. The guy with the cross hearing? Yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty cool actor. I yeah. mean, uh. Fuck, I don't really... Joe Unger. Don't really know him from too much. He was Sergeant Garcia in Nightmare on Elm Street. 
You're fucking king me. No, Garcia, well, you yeah. old son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. He came out and escaped from New York, but I can't really recall him from that. But I remember him as Sergeant Garcia in Nightmare on Elm Street. Because, mm-hmm. like, fucking what's her name gives her a hard time. Yeah. She goes in to see the fucking, her boyfriend or her girl's, her chick's boyfriend. We've talked about this on our Nightmare episode. Um, Multiple times. Where do we go from here? I mean, like. After that, it's like really. Uh, See, I get confused towards the end of this movie because there's so much choppiness in the editing. Well, he shoots at, uh, you know, he tries to take those pop shots at the tinker and he gets away. And then the girl and the guy go off and then the guy gets stuck in a trap. And that's how he, he ends up getting mm-hmm. caught. Mm-hmm. But when the girl and the guy get to the house, it basically escalates like exponentially because the girl gets to the house and she meets the little girl, which is weird because the little girl is played by Jin. Uh, Banco, and you may recognize her barely. She played young Tina in Friday Thirteen Part Seven, there we which go. is another tie-in to Part Seven because we just yeah. talked about uh, William Butler. Yeah, so it's like, wow, this is kind of neat. You know, like the way the the cross the streams and stuff. She almost looks like she doubled for Carol Ann. She does. She totally does. Yeah. Like I was like, whoa, you know, like creepy shit. Reminiscent. What was her name? Uh, Jen Banco. Jen Banco. Ah. Banco. Uh, what's funny to me is like once you get into the house, you get to the grandma who has the, like the voice box, and she's like, "Man, that's just a." I, I think I have a clip get of, it of off my dinner table. Yeah, it's just like, oh god, she's horrible. Yeah, uh, it's just Chainsaw uh, Massacre. Uh, uh, doesn't the mom talk about cutting her own privates out? Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's the big clip. I was like, man, that's please. What have we done? Can't you stop this? You best shuttle knock around to your top first. That's right. Best not to get mom with dander up. Please. As long as you leave my fucking I know my genitals alone. Just don't cut off my uh, you know. My private. Oh, Junior loves them private parts. Loves to play with them. God, I was like, oh. hmm. We almost went into fucking part two territory. Yeah, almost. Yeah, almost. Because she's like, oh, Junior makes some pretty babies. And I was like, oh, shit. He makes babies? Yeah, I guess so. Junior makes babies. I guess that's what she said. Is the girl his daughter? I don't know. I mean, they played Ooh, to that, right? I don't know. That'd be interesting. That's a weird thing about Texas well, she Chainsaw. Does, they does the daughter switch. like walk up and like kiss him on the cheek or something? Yep. Yeah. That might be the daughter then. And she's fucking demented. Yeah. She pulls is. that knife on the kid, uh, on the girl. And they Yakety just, yak. Don't talk back. Oh. Oh, God. And like Tex just turns on to full like, man, they just get stupider and stupider. <laughs> He has that weird <laughs> laugh. I was like, God damn, there you go. It's like a like giggle. Swinging for the stars there. Uh, Jesus. Man, I love when Tinker calls uh, Tex Eddie. Yeah. He's mm. like, man, Eddie, that's what you got. Like, just, I wish you would call me Tex. <laughs> I'm sorry, boy. God damn it, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God man. damn it, I'm sorry. I love that shit, dude. It's the little fucking family parts that make you kind of laugh and also. Yeah. Uh, like, the family is both the demented portion of these movies and some with the humor. Yeah. So like, like they have some pretty comedic parts to them. Like, like your entire, like that entire ordeal with the entire, don't call me Eddie, you know, yeah. son of a bitch. 
what the fuck? <laughs> dude, like that and the cross-eyed, you know, uh, what was his name? Alfredo. Alfredo, oh, he's dude. fucking funny. Oh, uh, man. Uh, Tinker just seems to be like the... Like almost like the normal one of the group. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, there's always that one. Like, kind of seems like he has a job. Yeah. <laughs> Technology is our friend. <laughs> um, I love when Alfredo's going to go throw the body parts and things. Is it soup yet? <laughs> it's yeah. like he and Benny's like out there stalking him. He's like, "What the fuck's wrong with you, fucking people?" Hey, mm-hmm. listen here, Mister. It's like, God dang. <laughs> I've got one thing to say to you. You know what that is? Fuck you. <laughs> The the lines between Benny and and Alfredo are awesome. Dude, Alfredo's hilarious. Like, yes, he, he stole the fucking him and Texas. Maybe it's because I have a demented sense of humor, but he is fucking funny. He's fucking awesome. What do you think of him, Ralph? Being new to this, like, he was. I I agree with you. He is really fucking funny, and in each each of these movies that I've watched so far, they all have that super normal, almost like. About as normal as you can get family member, then they have that stupid crazy one. Yeah. And I think he's the stupid crazy yeah, one. Yeah, he is the hitchhiker in a way. Yeah, he he's what was or Nub, chop Nubbins? Top. Chop yeah. Top. Chop, chop yeah. Top. There's there's always that like super crazy one. And the, the normally they just kinda like chew up the scenery and it's fucking hysterical to watch. That's why I love Tex yeah. in this. Tex was like that intermediate that he played the normality. He was mm-hmm. like the bait and switch. And I love that he played the bait and switch because Vigo's just like, when he loses it and Benny does eventually get to the house and he's just like, he hears the girl screaming. He's just like, fuck this. Da, da, da. He just unloads yeah. in the house. I was just like, awesome. But then you oh, have that. He shoots like such a jackass. Oh, totally. From the hip. That's what you get when you're a weekend fucking National Guard. Yeah. But he takes out the tinker <laughs> by chance and the grandma. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, grandma gets it. I know grandma took it. And then Grandpa gets in the fucking Oh, Tinker face. gets it in the ear. Yeah, Tinker gets in the ear. He it does blows die. his ear off. Yeah, because he falls right. on the ground grabbing his ear. And his hand's all fucked up because he had to pull the tape out for Junior because he yeah. tried to burn his fucking... Yeah, and the other hand's a hook. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> fuck the flesh, give me steel, go get the meat, boy. <laughs> I love that fucking line, dude. And Vigo's like, get out the big skillet. Goes, See, I like how they hung homie upside down and let the little girl practice the kill. You yeah, know? yeah. It's like that's in the unrated only because in the theatrical they just pull it. Yeah, I know. But even even in the unrated though, like I was watching (laughs) it behind the scenes on it, that skull was supposed to pop and a brain was supposed to fall out, but they didn't show it. You know, because they kept talking, they wanted it to leak so they could feed Grandpa Mm because they fed Grandpa the cups of blood. Yeah, Grandpa, Jesus, just like a fucking dried up corpse by then. Yeah, he is. Like, didn't it? Didn't the Grandpa die in the second one? Yes. You got the bomb. Yeah, the he grenade. got the grenade. Yeah, he, got, yeah. He, was in, he was in the room with the grenade. I guess they kept him stuffed. I guess. Who are these people? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. what's their name in this? I don't know. They're not Sawyer or Hugh. They're, they're Sawyer. Say. Because they even talked to it about in the in the opening scroll, Sawyer. Is that they the they Sawyers are Sawyers well. too? They're Sawyers. Wow. See, I've always been very How fucking. How big is this family line, dude? That's what I'm saying. Like, it gets so fucking muddled, and I hope we can clarify this by the end of the series because they're Sawyer, they're Hewitt. Then I think only part one gets straightened out by the final Leatherface. I think this Sawyer and the Hewitts just really get muddled. Like, this, it's bad. Like, well, the extension of this because even in part two they extend the Sawyers because the cook grounds it. Yeah, and he's Drayton Sawyer. Yeah. And then, but... Chop Top is a hitchhiker Sawyer. Yeah, he's a Sawyer. He's a twin. Yeah. 
So he, everything plays close to home. But, but then in the remake, their names are Hewitt. Exactly. And Leatherface's name is Thomas Hewitt. So let's take. But in the earlier films, he's Jedediah Hewitt. So we got to talk to And the, then there's a little kid named Jedediah Hewitt. And then so in the remake, his name's remakes Jedediah. Remakes are going to be like, technically reboots. Because yeah, they're, they're not taking the Sawyer name. They're actually expanding over to. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. <sighs> like, I'm totally confused why they keep changing names. I get it. And they do that it. with everybody, like Sally, Sally Hardesty, Enright. Well, no, her name was Sally Hardesty. Where's yeah. this Enright? Why Enright? Why what, do you have a friend? And even <laughs> in part three or part four, the scroll actually still sticks with Hardesty. Yeah. It's weird because it gets all muddled. I it's hope like we you can said, explain why it. didn't they just fucking change Hopper's name to Hardesty instead yeah. of fucking expanding the Enright? Uh, I'm the uncle. Hardesty. Yeah, like. The father before me. Dad's brother. Even if I was your, your, uh. Even if I was your fucking mother's brother, my name would wouldn't be Hardesty then. No. It'd be Enright, but it was Hardesty Enright. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we need to we need to do some investigation. <clears throat> Hopefully, by the end of the series, we'll be able to clarify that because it's pissing me off. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Jedediah Thomas, Jedediah. what's his name? <sighs> yeah. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to get into it with the whole reboot Maybe situation. if I click Leatherface, it'll tell me his um, name. With the whole scenario after Benny guns down the thing, that's when the girl kind of escapes from the nails, and she escapes. Uh, she kicks the shit out of fucking Vigo, and she gets out the door. Now she's gone crazy. She goes into the woods, and she's chased by Leatherface. Mm -hmm. Leatherface just gets in the fucking truck. And after being gifted by the Tinker, gives him that big-ass, the Saul's family fucking chrome-down fucking chainsaw. Yeah. That chainsaw is fucking 80 pound mo you know, behemoth, you know. It's like the mother of all chainsaws. And what's funny is that the original original teaser had this fucking uh, leather face standing by this lake. And the saw would come out like it's Excalibur. And what's funny is that this was shot as a teaser for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 Leatherface before Leatherface actually went into production. And when this teaser was shot... It was actually, they had, um, the stunt coordinator hired for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 was actually Kane Hodder. Yeah. So when they did this teaser before a single frame has been shot for, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, they had Kane Hodder step in, mm -hmm. and he played Leatherface. So that opening teaser, when you see Leatherface, and he gets the fucking chainsaw like Excalibur and the lightning strikes <laughs> and all that crap. That. Yeah. That's Kane Hodder playing Leatherface. So you actually have him. Really? So he's played Friday, uh, he's played Jason. He's, he's played, played Freddy, mm -hmm. and Jason goes to hell, and yep. now he's played Leatherface. And I was like, awesome. That's, like, that's badass. He's, play, he's played the he's played trilogy. The, the, big tr the big three. All he, all, needs right. to do is, all he needs to do is get cast in the new Halloween. Here yeah, we go. go. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> uh -oh, Leatherface and Drayton are brothers. The Sawyer clan includes several other brothers, a hitchhiker named Nubbin Sawyer, mm -hmm. Nubbin's twin brother, Vietnam vet known as Chop Top, a hitchhiking cowboy named Eddie and Tex, a hook-handed man named Tink or Tech or Tinker or Tech, a deranged pervert named Alfredo, a tow truck driver named Vilmer, a redneck know-it-all named W.E. are all brothers. Awesome. And then the Sawyer clan includes a super centurion grandpa, a dead grandma, a dead great grandma, uh, a wheelchair-bound person called Mama, and then fucking Leatherface's daughter. Sweet. So, so the little daughter. girl is Leatherface's daughter. 
Huh. So it doesn't bring in the Hewitts at all with this. This is just a Sawyer. Kind of yeah, thing. I mean, what? That's cool because you have Vilmer actually being pulled into that NWE. And that's kind of cool because that ties into the next generation. Yeah. Because I never actually thought about Fredo being a Sawyer, but that's really cool that he's yeah. tied Oh, into you know what? He, Le- Kane was actually the stunt double on Leatherface. Yeah. Hmm. He did the, the coordinator part, and the he was the stunt double for, for Leatherface and that's part three. That's crazy. All right, all right. And What's funny is uh, when Benny is uh, doing the shootout and Leatherface is just hauling ass in the car and the truck towards him, yeah. and he's about to take that fucking shot and kill him Danny Glover-style lethal mm-hmm. weapon, and then click, like the hammer goes, and there's no bullet. He does that quick drop and goes underneath the fucking truck, and Leatherface you know, just runs right over him, doesn't hit him, though, and then he goes after the girl and pulls out the saw. Well, after Benny crawls out and has that showdown with Vigo Mortison, they're fighting. Uh, Vigo has that double axe or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck, the axe and shit. It's an axe battle between him and uh, Benny. And there's this scene where, like, they're talking about, like, why can't you people just be normal? And he goes, you know, like. Because we're hungry. Yeah. It's called pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I like liver and onions and, and pain. Pain. <laughs> Well, when he's behind him saying that, he goes, I like liver, onions, and pain. Pain, okay. And he says, For some pain. reason, I thought it said penis. I was like, the fuck? He I love penis. Penis. <laughs> I mean, he does. Uh, he eats them. But when he's got, he's behind Benny, and Benny does that fucking throws him off of his back, mm-hmm. and he comes down, Benny comes down on his ribs, and when yeah. he comes down on his ribs, he actually breaks a couple of fucking uh, Vigo's actual fucking ribs, and that's actually the shot. When you see him, like, wince in pain, that was actually Vigo getting his fucking ribs like broken oh, that fucking shit. stunt. Oh, like good job, Kane. You know, like yeah. <laughs> should have coordinated Fuck that man. a little bit better. Yeah, a little bit. But uh, yeah, I love that battle scene because it's a nice brings a whole new meaning to he loves pain. No shit, you have broken ribs, <laughs> right? But uh, when he puts his axe, because your fucking forearm. Oh yeah, <laughs> beach ribs. Um, but then the gasoline gets all over her text, and then Benny eventually like sets mm-hmm. him on fire and all that kind of crap. What I love is like the metal cues because during this whole fucking thing, it's like, yeah, like all these like fun, like, I I really like the fucking soundtrack to this. A lot of (laughs) muted guitars and just heavy drums. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, this is definitely my favorite soundtrack of them all so far. But then you have the ultimate battle, the showdown in the the bog with the the girl, um, fucking Michelle, and then Mm -hmm. uh, Leatherface doing that showdown. And then Benny steps in and they kind of beat out. Each other, but that's when you get that weird kind of like the the chainsaw plays like this weird kind of guillotine motorboat yeah, kind of scenario. Yeah, just kind of <laughs> like gallivanting there in the water and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then you you really see Benny kind of succumb to Leatherface strength. Yeah, and you see his head just get hit by the chainsaw. I mean, mm-hmm. you see it goes so far that you see Leatherface get like his face is doused his mask is doused in fucking blood mm-hmm. and then uh, the girl's making it to the bank and she's screaming for Benny and then Leatherface springs out almost a la Jason yeah and then she ends up getting a rock and the whole thing the whole denouement the whole uh, circling back around is that she wasn't able to kill the dog in the beginning when she hits the dog yeah she's not able to put it out of its misery yeah uh, the roadkill, yep. and she's not able to smash it with the rock and put it out of his misery. But at this moment, she has the rock and she has the enemy in yeah. front of her, and she actually Cut takes the full circle. Yeah, 
Exactly. And then she takes the initiative finally and she just smacks like Leatherface like over and over yeah. and over in the fucking face. What was it that she was yelling? Why won't you die or something? Yeah, like, that, like I forget. I think I have a sample of it. I'm not sure. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's a it's a long ass fucking kill. That's what got me. Is like he does make sweet damn babies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's like a little quick cut of the uh, the battle battle between Tex and Benny. Go towards the trees, towards the trees, go towards the trees. Fuck that cheese whiz up the ass. Oh, ye of little faith. <laughs> Fucking cheese whiz. Jesus Fucking, Christ. you got some whiz on your chin. Give me steel. God damn it, boy. Get the meat! Bad Get out of the bed, So I did find this out. What did you oh, find out? Uh, according to writers, the Leatherface is named Thomas and lives with his adoptive family in the remakes. Okay. So when he is given birth... On that floor in the meat factory. Yeah. He's actually being born by a Sawyer. Okay. So how does the Hewitts become involved? Well, the Hewitts Hewitts adopt them. Yeah, adopt them. Take care of it because the mother died in birth. So we're talking. So so the time the the timelines are fucked up because. So the remake's pretty much reset. Yeah, Yeah, the the remake remake is completely not touching any of the others. But the lady who gave birth to Leatherface in the beginning was Sawyer. Okay. Okay. If that's to believe, yeah. So. I mean, that's what that's what's uh, quoted here. Well, from, that's what should be quoted because from it's like Andrew Berninski who played Leatherface. And that's what sucks is because it doesn't really make sense because it never ties into the timeline of the actual original. Yeah. So it's like, pfft. yeah. I mean, what's so we that? we literally got a reboot. Yeah, you well, should have the and reboot, you, and you never even know the chick's name. Yeah, so you, you should have. Well, the, you you get her name, but you don't get her last name. Yeah, well, that's why you should stick to the Hewitts being the remake family yeah. or the reboot family, and then you should have the story. So pretty much, them. I came in. I came in during the during the Hewitt clan. Yeah, that, that, that's okay. So now we have a timeline for me to go off. Of. There you go. There you go. I showed up in the Hewitt clan, and I'm just so, picking up on the story. Pre remake, he's Jedediah Sawyer. Post, you know. But, from remake on, he's Thomas Hewitt. Is he the Thomas same Hewitt. fucking Leatherface throughout the whole? What do you mean? Because he starts off as being what? In, uh, in the original series? Yes, he's always Jedediah or Bubba Hewitt. Or yeah. Bubba Sawyer. Or Junior. Or Junior. Because in part three, he's like Junior. Or Leather. Yeah. Or Leather. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that all that is the same person. And then once we get to remake... Yeah, so like, as one inbred family gets killed, he just goes a mile down the road and he gets, gets with inherited. His, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. He's like he, a foster care. Yeah. He mo- he moves on to the next family. This town is all goddamn Sawyers. Yep. Population 65, f- 62 of them inbred. <laughs> 62 <laughs> of them. They're all Sawyers. For real? Don't come to this town. Nope. Don't go to that town. So uh, I think Leatherface fucked the mama character to create the daughter, and that's why her privates are cut out. That makes sense. Possibly. Yikes. Anyways, wrap this motherfucker up quick. Where, where, where's the ending? That was the ending. That, that was, was the, the ending. ending. Yeah. You have the uh, ending where the girl smashes Leatherface in the face. 
And then she takes off, finds a vehicle, finds Benny. See, I got uh, Alfredo shows up and is like, I don't know what the fuck he says. Yeah. You California me, you know, you just scam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> yeah. That sounds, that's about accurate. That's yeah. pretty accurate. And then it ends with her going, there's roadkill everywhere on Texas. That's Dude. a good line. Yeah, that's a great line. That's yeah. a good line. So uh, let's do some final thoughts. That way we move on to part four here. I'll start with you, Ralph. This seems how you're new. Seeing as how I'm new. This one with the with the Sawyer clan, this one was probably my favorite one out of that I've, out of all of them that I've watched so far. Um, bef- obviously, before we get to the remix, uh, this one was this one had a lot of cues from the previous slashers. Like you saw bits and pieces from Nightmare. You saw bits and pieces from Friday Thirteenth. I think. Hell, I would even go as far as saying that there might be little notes and here notes here and there from uh, Halloween as well. Um, but the the fu- the movie all around is a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. The music is a fucking badass. I love the music to it. Fucking, uh, I'm always down for a good guitar riff. Fucking Dokken. Dokken! <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, th- this one was very well played. It, it had a lot of. Had a lot of the the gore factors from from the Texas Chainsaw Massacres that I know of, and it had a lot of humor in it. Which, in all honesty, whenever I think slashes, I don't really think humor all that much, aside from like the goofy offbeat character that normally shows up, you know, like Franklin or um, Shelley from Friday Thirteenth, stuff like that. Just the goofy offbeat characters. I never really pictured the antagonists to really have a villainous side to them, you know, or not a villainous, but a humorous side to them. So, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed this a lot. The buy recommend? When is it? Um, this one I would probably buy. So, buy without a doubt. Nice, Jeff. I see a froth and cheese whiz out your mouth. You, uh, you got something to say? Uh, this is one of my favorite Texas Chainsaw Massacre films. Uh, part three is probably the only one I really go back to often. Uh, what's funny is about Jeff Burr is that he actually got fired from this job and he actually got hired on. They tried to offer it to Tom Savini, but nobody else took the job. I mean, Jeff Burr was the one that kind of saw out this film. And, you know, it's not the best film, but I feel like it's the strongest out of the, out of all of them. Uh, I I have great love for the original, but as far as a beginning, middle, end film that I actually want to sit down and be entertained and enjoy, this is probably the one I, I reached to. Uh, Jeff Burr really wasn't known for much more. I mean, he did From Whisper to a Scream with Vincent Price back in 87. Uh, he would go on to do things like Stepfather Part 2, uh, Pumpkinhead Part 2, Blood Wings, uh, Puppet Master 4 and 5. He didn't really go beyond of what he was able to accomplish in Part 3, which is I thought was like his pinnacle as far as a horror film realm. Uh, what's funny is that this is actually written by David J. Uh, uh, show. And he would go on to write things like Critters Part 3 and 4, but he also landed the actual screenplay for a film that I love immensely is uh, The Crow, uh, which was directed by Alex Proyas. Uh, he would later go on to do uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2006, the beginning. He wrote that. So the writer's always been a strong, suited writer. So this film kind of succumbs to that. This was produced by Michael DeLuca. Uh, he wrote things like Michael DeLuca. I know that. I know that. I know yeah, name. he did uh, Freddy's Dead. Ooh! So he did all these cool, Freddy's Dead. But he was a producer on this, so Credits. he produced this, hoping that he could 
kind of helped New Line succumb to a new franchise. But he would later go on to produce such films like American History X, Social Network, um, In the Mouth of Madness, Dark City. I mean, he was a really strong producer. So you kind of see this guy aided in what makes kind of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 kind of stand out like a solid film. It plays like a solid thriller rather than like the quirky satire that part two is and the rough edges that part one uh, is. You know, because part one's still ultimately a great American classic, but it's very a la indie. Uh, Bob Engelman would also step in as a producer, too. He would do things like Wes Craven's Shocker, Serpent in the Rainbow, and stuff like that. What makes this fucking film so solid is the special effects. The special effects had all the heavy hitters from K&B step in. You had Nicotero. You had, um, goddamn, uh, uh, Berger. You had Kurtzman. You had all the KMB alumni step in and just do what they do best is create realistic fucking gore. You can't decipher a lot. Of, like the 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 hero mask that Leatherface wears is probably the most iconic out of all the masks. It has the most realism. It has the most solid fucking features of being a very badass, technically well done uh, special effect. And um, they did a limited run of the mask recently, which you can find online. But, man, I mean, if you want to talk about special effects, this one had it, like, to the nth degree. From the body pit scenes to when he actually knifes this one girl that he's been hunting that he lost in the forest and he kills her. I mean, there's just all the little technical feels that needed to be hit for the uh, special effects were hit because KMB stepped in and did the special effects. You don't need to worry about them. They're already dead. <laughs> so with the so your bitch. So with the cinematography, <laughs> directing, all that stuff being solid, and the writer and the producers all being solid, this was a good stand-up film. Uh, yeah, they wrestled a lot with New Line Cinema. Jeff Burr was actually cited saying that when he went and saw the film and he saw the ending where the girl is sitting on the tire and the whole scene with Benny coming back from the dead and Alfredo, he was just floored. He was pissed. This was not something he had shot. It was not something he had seen before. And it just caught him off guard. And he was just pissed because this project was literally taken from him. Uh, hence what Nate was talking about, about him wanting his name stripped from the film. So all in all, it's not the easiest patch of road, but it was probably the one I most travel. So this is an instant buy for me. Uh, if it comes on Blu-ray, I'll be glad to own it, especially if Shout Factory or Scream Factory gets a hold of it. I'd love to read or uh, see documentaries or commentaries more on this film because it's it's probably one of my most loved films for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. How about you, Nate? Well said. Thanks, man. Um, fucking, uh, you're right. That guy had to feel, he, he probably felt in that theater the exact same way the original music composer for... Uh, Space Odyssey felt when he went to the movie and all of his music was stripped and instead you know thus thus spoke Zarathustra was playing instead which is iconic but anyways this added nothing to the film like I said this movie I watched you know about a week and a half ago before I lent it to Ralph uh, I usually like to watch movies the day before we record that way I can recall it I can't recall the ending of this because it is so fucking choppy where the studio and him butted heads and Benny coming back to life and you know there's there's a, a part of me that doesn't want to recommend this film 
And that's because it is it is compromised. It's been tainted by studio hands that didn't have a vision that just wanted to take the easy, safe buck. And that fucks with me on a movie. But the the younger me would absolutely say avoid. But having just watched it, dude, I'm not going to strike this one from the record. There's a solid hour and 15 minutes to this movie. That's that's great acted, well paced, fun, uh, scary. I mean, cool shots, great cinematography. I mean, there there's a lot of fucking goodness in this movie. It's it's a pretty high recommend and a definite buy for me. Um, Now, if you asked me when I was a kid, I would have said, fuck no. This has the coolest fucking poster of all the Texas Chainsaw Massacres. Yeah. I love the cover of this. The the red and purple lighting with the Saw's family on the Saw. F-O-O-D. Try again. This is not a try again. This is actually a solid film. So I'd definitely say fucking buy. And if you're like me, just buy it on Vudu. <laughs> if it's available Ralph. on Voodoo. it's not it's not they never have released the 1080p version of this never released a 1080p never I, did a blu-ray i've never heard of a blu-ray coming and out. out of all the remakes and this or out is, of all the original ones this one is worthy of a blu-ray release or at least scream I factory mean, fuck they did the next generation <laughs> <laughs> which is what we're about to get into folks so yeah. uh i don't know if you like metal Here's some smooth jazz. Okay, okay, then. Now get your kills at a chance for dinner January night, huh? Shut up. Murder a chance for a brainless bitch like you, you know how to do that thing. Hmm? Pretty goddamn good, you backwoods motherfucker. And boom goes the dynamite on that one. There's roadkill all over Texas. Hell yeah, there is. <laughs> there literally is. Yeah, I was trying to get this clip earlier. Hey, hey, it's me! It's me! It's me. <laughs> Count the kids. Two, three, Die. four, Die. five, Die. six, Die. seven. Did she say sorry, not sorry? <laughs> That's what it sounded like sorry. she was saying. Not sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. Did she start Yeah, no, no. Guy. Guy. Yeah, she doesn't say not sorry, but she does say sorry on that. That's awesome. So, Jesus Christ. I love the guitar hits. And now we're going to get into 
the next generation, which this was an echelon of fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> the best way I can fucking put it. And as I want to make sure I get this name right, Thelma Adams from the New York Post says, this is Leatherface crosses divine with Hannibal Lecter. Uh, More sh- like divine eating a bag of shit. Yeah, Whoa, she, she probably yeah. likes to smell her own farts in the bathtub. Probably. And I can <laughs> see why fucking New Line Cinema didn't want this bullshit. Paramount took it over. Well, that's why I gave it to you. Oh, no, 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 no. You can have that right back. You don't break a fucking set. Yeah. It doesn't matter how fucking shitty it is. I don't, you don't want it. Shit. No, no, I no. own two copies now. Fuck. <laughs> I can't imagine owning that. And in looking at this case, you'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, Renee Zellweger, Matthew McConaughey. No. When I, this movie was not all right, all right, all right. Well, what's awesome is that Divine. that's not what we would take off from. Like, this is right before, actually, it's right after. Uh, this is right after Jerry Maguire came out. And, and Which she won an Academy Award, didn't she? she Supporting she, actress? I don't know if she won it, but I know she got nominated huge kudos for it. Yeah, she got huge kudos for and it. Then, and then fucking Matthew McConaughey did one of like my favorite fucking films that McConaughey did. He did A Time to Kill, which yeah. was a Grissom uh, Grissom. Uh, novel, which I always just waited to see if it would ever get made into a film. And when it did, I was like, wow, Sandra Bullock, Samuel Jackson, I mean, I mean, Oliver Platt. I mean, this movie was awesome. Yeah. And to see that in theaters, I was just like floored. So when, yeah, Kim Hinkle wrote and directed The Return of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, a.k.a. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, yep. with Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey, I was like, how can this movie fail? Yeah, well, it had a budget of six hundred thousand. Ended up making a box office one hundred eighty-five thousand. This movie fucking killed the franchise. It did, and it got released on a limited screen release back in ninety-seven. And I don't even think it should. I don't think it even deserves that fucking much on the box office. And what irked me the most is what I had to watch this movie three fucking times because I kept losing interest. <laughs> what irked me the most though is when I rented it out and I sat home at home and I watched this. The opening scroll says, after two minor events. I was yeah. like, what? You're calling part two and part three minor? Like, you're thinking this we is We found a, 40 bodies in a ditch. You're, you're, <laughs> you're calling this a true sequel of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And what it is is I, I, I have to – I remember this being horrible, and I didn't watch it more than maybe once or twice in my youth. But returning to this, I enjoyed the pacing of it. I really did. I really enjoyed the pacing of like you're out of your mind. Renee you're reaching. Zell- Renee Zellweger took off, and then after the fucking uh, the prom thing, it goes into the car ride, and after that, prom it, night. It doesn't make sense though, Jeff. It just escalates though. It keeps it. it <clears throat> find, once Vilmer's introduced, it finds a rhythm and it just sticks to it. No, let me say this. Let me say this in, in counterpoint for you. In the beginning, when they go to the prom. Right? There's one funny line that I really like. The guy's like, yeah, yeah, man, you're looking swift with the vest and shit. It's a new look. Fuck, I hate kids. Fuck, I hate kids. But then, ready for the wedding. Okay, the the boyfriend and girlfriend get in a fight. She runs to his car, takes off, almost gets in a wreck. He jumps in, and then two people that are not friends with these people are in the car. Why? She's friends. No. The the dude. No. He said, we haven't hung out since eighth grade. This is senior prom. Right. But they're still, they're, okay, let's let's not say friends. Let's say acquaintances. No, they don't like each other. Well, that so, said right there in the car drive, he hates well, Jenny. This is a very poorly written fucking. He movie hates he Jenny, yeah, and he doesn't like the the dude anymore because he's a fucking worthless stoner. He says that in the stoner. fucking thing, and he goes, "Well, we haven't hung out since eighth grade." 
Yeah. So why in senior prom are you sitting in my fucking car smoking weed? Dad's car. Dad's car yeah. <laughs> smoking weed. Why? The, it, like, this is what I'm talking about. This is how the entire fucking movie is. It doesn't make sense. Another part that I'm going to fucking say right now. The, uh, what's her head? Fucking uh, Ditzel Fritzel McGee, the can't act her way out of a paper bag. Brandy. Yeah, she Brandy. fucking runs off with her boyfriend chasing down this truck. They run like fucking 300 yards down this road to where you can't even see fucking light. I love that. Mary, wait. Stop. What if they're murderers and they want us to follow them so they can hide behind trees and stab us? There could be dead people buried all around us and we never know. They could tie us up in a cellar and no one would ever hear us. That's dumb. There aren't any cellars in the houses around here. <sighs> Okay, that's it. Don't call me dumb, Barry. <laughs> this is the epitome. This is of, the entire script. Oh, yes, this is the entire fucking <laughs> script. This is like, this is millennials before they knew what the fuck a millennial was. <laughs> fucking clueless motherfuckers. She did a great job, though. I mean, God. No, damn. she did. No, she did. <laughs> she sounded. She's like, been in four oh fucking God. movies, and there's a reason. God, She's she, hot, but she cannot. She was fucking hilarious. But Barry. Barry, my feet hurt. Can, can you carry me? Can you give me some water? I'm a bitch, I'm Barry. I told you I was a bitch. My mother gets married every 15 minutes, Barry, and she just has to live a certain lifestyle, so I do. What the fuck are you talking about? So anyways, what I was talking about <laughs> is they run about 400 fucking yards down this road and. Uh, Renee Zellweger stays in the same spot, because right? Of, because of trash right? bag distraction. No, no, that's that's after that's the later. scene. But then she turns as they're fucking a quarter mile down the fucking road, and she's whispering. Nothing creepy has happened to him yet. She's whispering, guys, guys, I'm going to go back. Can you hear me? Hey, guys, why is I'm going to go check on my boyfriend. Why is the boyfriend All staying right? stay there? Because oh, uh, they, hit, they, they hit another dude. They hit another dude. And, and he, he was... The dude fainted. They're like, "Oh my god, I think he's dead. I'm gonna be. Am I gonna be charged for being a murderer?" Oh. And did they see the the girl, that one chick before this happens? What? Or is it after the one that flashes her tits? No, this is when they walk down the road. Yeah, they're, after they're the wreck. Right that was like a. It's a body double. Was it? Yeah. How did they do that shot? Because it's you notice there's no face. It's oh, neck down. I never noticed that. Yeah. But I was confused at that too because I was like, "Hey, I've seen this chick naked before. Really? <laughs> She's the t hot teacher in Varsity Blues." Oh, okay. Gotcha. And she gets naked in that, but she, she didn't get naked in this. I I checked out her nudeography. Like, tan and I checked out new. My wife was like, "That's a fucking plastic doll." I was like, "No, that's just great tits, honey." <laughs> I was like, "That was just tan. Like even the nips that is were silk, tan." I was just bro. That is fucking Jesus. fine hide leather right there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, she was naked in varsity blues. I throw a rock. So I you know a glimpse. I you know, none of these people have a goddamn Wikipedia page, so I had to look up her nudeography to find what movie she's been in. This was a body double. So this was the do we know the body double? No. No, I don't. And you'll be you'll be interested she was, to know she was, I'm just, that I'm Heather, not... Lisa Newmeyer. Mm -hmm. She was in Sin City. Oh, really? She, when when that uh, hairy doctor dude's beating the shit out of fucking uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah. And he's like, that's Tammy. She's fine, ain't she? And she's standing in the door all sexy. Yeah. That's her. No way. That's her only other fucking really accredited role. God and damn. she didn't speak. He goes, 
Tammy likes you, don't you? That was a hairy motherfucker, too. Yeah, he had sh- fucked goddamn Fuck. sweater. That was, like the, <laughs> that was like an Aryan Yeti. It looked like a really fucking <laughs> ugly oh, James Conn. That's the kind of guy like cheese whiz on his fucking sandwich. Dude, I fucking grew some hair. <laughs> oh, I grew some hair, too. You know what? We're going to have you to know it. what? God damn it. You're going to fucking eat that cheese whiz, and you're going to be like, God damn, Nate was right. He's always fucking right. I fucking hate him. I propose to fight it out on this line if it takes all summer. That's Ulysses S. Grant. You probably didn't know that, did you? Of course dude, you dude. didn't. Dude, I just need to pee. Let you're me. a bona fide yeah. moron. I got another one for you. Dude, I just need to pee. I do Let cocaine. <laughs> David Lee Roth. <laughs> I do cocaine. God damn, from your lips to God's ears. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. Oh, man. Hey, the guy who plays Leatherface, okay, Robert Jacks. This guy is the worst. The worst. The entire. Okay. A. A. When he fucking knocks out Homeboy and is dragging him in his purple fat sweatpants, there's jizz stains around his butthole. No way. (laughs) There's white cream stains right around that asshole ring. Jesus Christ. So there's. I thought you were going to play something. No, no, no. That's a fucking actual thing, though. All. Through this fucking movie, all Leatherface does is go, ah, ah, ah. Oh, shut the fuck up. And even Renee Zellweger says, you shut the fuck up and sit down. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is, like, behind the bathroom door, you actually see the full-on, like. Yeah, yeah. the Ed Gaines suit. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I hated this Leatherface. I hated this movie. I mean, he couldn't this put a chick in the goddamn freezer. He had to throw it in there like, what, three, and four And then times? he threw three pounds on top of the freezer like she couldn't kick that off. Jesus. For fuck's sakes. This is one of the weakest Leatherface. This is the weakest. This is dog shit. God. This is fucking horseshit. Again, it's, divine eating dog shit. I don't even know. You know what, fans? I, we're... We're not going to review a plot line. We're just going to talk shit. Well, I don't want to talk shit. It's like it. she, he meat hooks her. And she's still sitting at the fucking she dinner table like off. she's fine. Dude, they torture the fuck out of her, yeah, though, dude. Like, okay, Marker. they meet Hooker, and then they brain her. it never shows it, and she somehow is like a mile down the road crawling, and then Barbie Tits shows up, and she's like, help me. Can you can you help me? Oh, man, when she goes and orders yeah, food like, with a bitch in the trunk. Dude, that's pretty good. But when she grabs the tree branch and starts bapping her upside the head, she's like, all right, this ain't working. You don't fucking move. And <laughs> goes down the house. That, that was, was awesome. Fucking lives the leaves But then there. they light her on fire. They God, fucking, that was fucking hilarious. Dude. And then he stomps, you know, crushes her head in. Which, ladies hey. and gentlemen, if you have a pneumatic leg. Hey, I told you. I'm a fucking bitch. <laughs> I told you, Barry. I told you I like to give head, not get my head stomped on. Fuck, she's terrible. Um, so a pneumatic leg will not crush. It, uh, it, you your to, body will lift. <laughs> you need to have the right remote. Yeah, obviously, you just need a Magnavox remote. The guy has 76 fucking remotes in his pockets. God yep. damn, that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. When he's just yeah! <laughs> I was like, every fucking scene has to end with fucking Makani pointing to the air. And just, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? It's bad. It's bad. I uh, really uh, thought McConaughey would be able to save this because when he comes into the picture yeah. for about 10 minutes, he's actually pretty fucking oh, menacing. Dude, the, uh... Is he okay? Boy's dead. No, no he's not. not. He's just passed out. 
I said he's dead. I said he's dead. But he was just talking, like talking in his sleep. Is that right? Is that right? Real? Like a chicken, man. Like a cheese whiz sandwich. <laughs> he's dead now. He's dead now. Dude! <laughs> oh, I don't even think about running off down that road. It ain't gonna do you damn yeah. good. I can tell you that right now. What are you gonna do? First, you hear that leg in the background. Oh, it ain't no fucking biggie. Ain't no fucking biggie. It is. Of course, it's different for every individual. All right, all right, all right. Oh, not all right. Jesus. Not all right. Not all right. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking uh, hell, man. Oh, man. I'm, I'm telling you, like, I... This is when the, the, <clears throat> the remote control battle with sugar tits, it was just like... Yeah. This entire... <sighs> this movie is what fucking comedians... Pretty much use everything on these fucking hor- these fucking kids in horror movies today. You can strangle them with a cordless remote. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. These are those fucking kids that that those fucking comedians were talking about. God, these damn. kids are fucking morons. Even like the chicks that said up like, oh, uh, you'd be amazed, Barry. I seen her in the the gymnasium showroom. She has a body that you would to kill die for, for. to die for. Really? Oh, really? Uh. <laughs> What's yeah. funny is that she does the window crash, the jump from the roof, the tango and cash on the fucking power line. Yeah. I was like, this chick really went for, like, I need to get out of the house. When she does the tango and cash power line thing, though, and they cut the power line and she falls from that height, I yeah. was just like, wow, this chick is never going to get up. She gets up and sprints. I was like, mm-hmm. wow. She fucking booked it. Yeah. I was really not expecting the Tango and Cash power line fucking escape, though, because when that happened, I was just like, whoa. Like, I was waiting for fucking, uh, <laughs> what they call the guy with the big chin, the jaw? And Jay Leno? Oh, yeah, probably Jay Leno. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I tried it. I, I erased this movie from my brain 18 years ago. Jesus. I haven't revisited it. And now that I own two copies, I'm fucking exquisitely <laughs> happy. Every time I go to my voodoo, I've got like the fucking prestige of the prestige, and now I got fucking this fucking <laughs> that's gotta be like, turd that's, sitting right on top. That's a picture you got to put when we post the episode. You got to put a picture of like your voodoo menu. Oh my <laughs> god! Like all the fucking cheese whiz is settling at the bottom, and I got this one floater sitting right at the top. <laughs> hey, everybody get to see, I'll get to see your Steven Seagal collection, oh, man. Like hey, that's not bad. <laughs> Even though I bought the wrong ones, I, love it. I was like, you know, I really enjoyed two Steven Seagal. Movies movies back in the day i think this is them and it's not them <laughs> what out for justice, out for justice? i was there when you bought and both of under siege <laughs> under i like siege. hard to kill a mark for death <laughs> hard to kill a mark for death are the better ones Dude. i love out for justice and, and, and under siege is just i, I hate out for justice where he's playing an italian dude that's he plays thing. an italian all of them but what's hard we, to kill what's oh. the one he has the hand pistol the little fucking little revolver that fits in your palm i don't know He's fixing it. Oh, his, oh man, I don't know. I love when he's do, playing with the silencer. He's like, I'm going to take you to the bank, that? Governor. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> I'm going to take you to the bank, Governor. God the damn. blood bank. Ding, 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 ding. I love That's that. the one I bought. <laughs> I love Under Siege, though, with Tommy Lee Jones and Gary Busey. comes out in drag. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I was like, God damn, Tommy Lee Jones is awesome and fucking Under Siege. I love Tommy Lee Jones and fucking Under Siege. I hate Under Siege. He's playing the harmonica. I like Under Siege too. Oh, really? Dark Territory? Oh, Dark Territory. It's It's fucking great. It's great. Yeah. 
Thank God it's on fucking goddamn uh, showtime right now. I just now. love when he does like Crisco in a fucking thermos and he makes like bomb <laughs> yeah. in the microwave. He's like this. Oh, yeah. I'm making a bomb. You know what I make? I'm making a bomb. I'm making a bomb. <laughs> I'm going to go reach somebody. Oh, fuck. It's so great. Of I'm go terrible one liners. See, so listen, if I'm comparing. Right now, we're talking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And Dark the next Territory generation. had a Jewish hacker. Which was- <laughs> I know. And he's so great. He's so fucking great. Fucking <laughs> Travis Dane. He's fucking awesome. <laughs> and that guy's actually in a few other movies oh, that I really great. dig him in. He's great. Dude. And then it's got the guy from fucking uh, uh, Silver fucking, Bullet. Yeah. The priest. Yeah. Um, he comes out in Dune also. And, and then it's awesome got uh, uh, the renegade Lorenzo Lamas, Indian fucking fella helping him. That was yeah, awesome. I forget his name, but um, yes. And it's got fucking Catherine Heigl when she was that, young and hot. What and, I love is I see all fucking cameos with John Leguizamo and Kurt Russell and fucking executives. executives. Yeah, he's, he's one awesome. of the main listed people Dude, and yeah. he dies five he minutes pulled, into the movie. He pulls a fucking Janet Lee and shit <laughs> and it's awesome. He just catches you off guard. He dies in that fucking It airline. sucks. It's awesome. <laughs> Wait, he Janet Lee's you right over. <laughs> he catches you off guard. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I love fucking executives. Fucking beer all over me. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, if we're talking a movie such as Under Siege 2 Dark Territory instead of this God what was the one he did in the uh, I should put it in pr- what's, the one, what's the one he did with the Eskimos and it's in the Antarctic fucking on deadly ground on bro. deadly ground <laughs> awesome God when he's got stuff to you know what though I, 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 I'm I, getting prepared for this podcast instead of watching these movies I watched Jean-Claude Van Damme's filmography. <laughs> and I'll tell you right now. Yeah, where where do we start? Where do we Universal start? Soldier, the newest one? Yes, Regeneration. It's great. Yeah, it's great. It's fucking, it's fucking gory. It's fantastic. Dude, it's like it, a horror I, movie, yeah, an action movie. I didn't movie. expect it's all that gory. Awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Can yeah. we review that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, That's I, next I after this series. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, I went far back and like, I think Shout Factor or somebody just re-released Cyborg. And I actually uh, rewatched Cyborg. And I was yeah. like, wow, Cyborg is awesome. Uh, uh, what was it? Hard Target or Maximum Target? Hard Target's amazing. Shit? That's John Woo with Lance Henriksen. Hard Target's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Fucking Hard Target's amazing. Oh, go back to Bloodsport? Wilford Brimley's in fucking Hard Target. I know. Hey, do ya. <laughs> God, when, when you have Wilford Brimley speaking Creole. When Jean-Claude Van Damme movies are better than the movie we're talking about, <laughs> you got a real fucking problem. Yeah. I was like, oh, I've got to watch Texas Chainsaw Next Generation. Dude. I'm going to loan this to Ralph, and I'm going to watch Jean-Claude Van fucking Damme. I will sit down I'm going to watch Street Fighter. Bloodsport. <laughs> <laughs> Death Warrant. Oh, dude, don't even. Lionheart. 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 Yeah. Lionheart. Lionheart. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lionheart, dude. I love Dude, fucking when uh, you're double fucking, impact. When your main battle, double dose of Jean Claude, baby. Double impact's awesome. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're looking for, but it's a little to the left. <laughs> yeah. And then his brother turns around. Wait, <laughs> just headbutts him. <laughs> How would you mistake me for this fucking guy? That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. He's wearing but, silk underwear. But I, 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 like JCVD. Oh, dude. Dude, that is he should have won an award. I for love that. JCV. He should have won that because when he just it just pulls out and he has that emotional moment and then it just pulls right back into the film. It's oh, beautiful. right, where it's he, beautiful. And that was actually written by him it's, describing it's his a life. Beautiful film because he went through all this substance and shit. Because they're like push him to do the roundhouse, kick the fucking cigarette in mouth. Dude, what's so fucking funny is in the end when they're walking him out and he like he does all this kung fu shit and takes all the bad guys out and then it 
pans back and he's like thinking it with a gun still to his head. He turns and kicks the guy and the guy shoots him. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that fucking film. That's what I'm looking forward to his Amazon series, dude. His dude, Amazon series looks fun yeah, as shit. I like Jean-Claude. I love him. Yeah. What was Sudden Impact? Oh, uh, was it? Is that the one with the hockey rink? Yeah. Oh, I love that, that one. was actually really I love good that too. one. Because that yeah. was a uh, fucking, what's his name from Tombstone? Powers Booth. Yeah. As the fucking terrorist dude. Yeah. I love that shit, dude. Yeah. Watch all of Jean Claude Van Damme's movies. Stay the fuck away from this yeah, movie. Yeah, don't watch <laughs> New Next Generation. All right, right let's. Let... Might as well wrap this up. Final, <laughs> final thoughts? No, we got to at least do some. Yes. 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 <laughs> Among other evils that being unarmed brings you. It causes you to be despised. I got a quote for you, W.E. Suck my dick, Nathan Fulps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, W.E. was like a lackluster there. Oh, God, he sucked. He sucked. This old... Who was We're the, done. Who was the suited motherfucker that shows up in the limo? That is the CIA. Okay. Yeah, so elaborate on that because on fucking Vilmer's s- truck, his record truck, it says Illuminati. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the Sawyers belong leatherface belong to a secret society called the illuminati and in direct work yeah and in direct employment for the cia because they're supposed to create this higher when you they're supposed to create these people that reach this highest level of fear as an ascension to a higher plane of reality that since the Sawyer's fucking purpose is to create such fear that you would create this higher level. Oh! God damn it. Oh. There's no fear. <laughs> There's no laughter. This is fucking. Okay. Let's just get to the Meanwhile, end. Leatherface is like lip sticking it did, up. Did you enjoy the homage to North by Northwest? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why did the plane swoop low enough to fucking take someone's head off with a propeller? They killed Vilmer, who was like non killable, apparently. Yeah, well, he He's was, an alien. He wasn't running with a chainsaw. So I would instantly go for the mechanic guy. I wouldn't go for the chainsaw. No, no. Guy. The pilot weren't going for anybody. He was crop dusting. You don't crop dust four feet off the fucking ground. <laughs> Boop. Hit it, Mr. Stotch. God damn. And when Stepping Vil- on Mrs. Stock. And what was uh, Leatherface's reaction to when Vilmer gets eaten by the... And then he would just windmill with the chainsaw. Uh, <laughs> stretch did it better. Hip level. Hip level chainsaw. <laughs> no, this guy kept it crotch level and just spun in a circle like a fucking circus freak. In drag. In drag, yes, in drag. In a full bodysuit. Yep. Screaming, just yep. like I screamed. And Renee, did she get? Did she have to run away? No, the the Illuminati guy picks her up. Who has limo. six nipples all pierced with carvings on his skin and yep. tattoos? What and asks ask her, "Do you want me to take you to the hospital?" Or the cops? Or the cops? While reading a newspaper? Yeah, but he also didn't he say something like, I, "Oh, you passed, so I could have a job for you." Didn't he uh, say something along with that effect? I don't remember that part. Dude, I remember I her just, reaction was like, "What? Go oh. fuck yourself." Yep. Oh, and then God. she gets to the police station. She won't say a goddamn word to any of them. Yep. And the cop is actually the actor that played the grandpa in the part one. Oh, yeah? It was like Dugan, Harry Dugan or something like that. Hmm. 
And then that's when you see uh, Marilyn Burns being pushed by Franklin, yeah. the actor that plays Franklin, uh, in the hospital scene, just for a brief moment. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of questioning reality as, like, why the fuck? I mean, I'm glad it's only an 80-minute film because yeah. it goes by. Oh, like I said, the pacing. It does not go by. I'm, I'm glad. What? It doesn't linger like the fucking oh. uh, dinner scene in fucking part two. You know, usually I can say yes. The first, the first 45 minutes will... Breeze by fast for me usually. No, no, this felt like two fucking hours because the chick cannot act her way out of a sack. Renee Zellweger is god awful. Plus, you add on top of this this lame brain Lisa Newmar, whatever her fucking name is. And then you add Barry, who's just. God, my dad's a doctor. Dork. I know. You can get prostate cancer for not having sex. That's then- not true. How do you know, Jenny? Oh, like, well, the whole scene at the dinner thing where the CIA guy like loses his shit, it's like Matthew McConaughey steps on that chick's head, and then he starts having like this weird fit, and then you look at the sugar tits chick, and she's like literally going to like seizure mode on this little fucking chair. Right. You're like, what the fuck is going Sammy even on? said that. She's like, what is she doing? Help. She's just like freaking out. Like, like uh, uh. So uh, I was like, what? You know, it was that being, pizza that she ate. You would think the director would be like, have some idea of what the hell he's looking at, and especially Ken Ken Hinkle. Yeah, it's Ken Hinkle. You think? But I watched a documentary. I don't like this guy. He's a dumb shit. At fifty-five minute long YouTube for free, Return of the yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre fucking documentary, and where he goes, like, this is actually the essential Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What the no, fuck are you not. talking about? What the about? fuck are you talking about? Like you needed cocaine. Yeah, (laughs) you needed needed something other than your fucking cigarettes. That's what sucks is that you're not walking away from like Heaven's Gate. You're not walking from like Camino's like fucking failed masterpiece. This is like schlock. This is unforgivable. Yeah, this is like I would rather watch Glenn or Glenda. Yeah, and I don't. I love Ed Wood, but I I hate Glenn. If you took if if John Lannis took a shit in like a porta can. And an intern went in there and had to describe it. It'd probably be more interesting than this fucking film. It is. Because this was just like. Because that's a murderer's turd. (laughs) And Landis (laughs) knows how to make a fucking place. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I. Let's wrap this bitch. Yeah, yeah. I'm my, done. I'm sorry, listeners. Usually, we'll we'll give a, a a film its proper due. Yeah, I can't. My final thought is like, if this is free on like any kind of streaming network, avoid. Watch, no, watch it if you have just mild interest and in, you've never seen this. No, you're gonna fucking no, stain no, our like, listeners. I, no, I really want you not to be dissuaded by our fucking you know interpretation. Yeah, of like everybody, li- everybody likes bullshit. I mean, nope. There's there's obviously a person that finds worth in this, and that's cool. I think yeah. that's awesome if you enjoy this because this yeah. played this played the high reviews in Austin. According uh, to ticket sales, uh, two thousand three hundred people agree with that statement. And, and, well, <laughs> no, this had positive reviews when it, it premiered in it's Austin. Got well, I'm just saying it got positive reviews. I mean. You show me a person that likes Suicide Squad, you know, and it's like, hey, they exist. I'm just saying, if you enjoy this, the hot it's topic cool. crowd. If you don't, I understand because I didn't, I didn't find it really worth merit. But 
you know, I watched it. It looked clean. I was glad to appreciate it in uh, widescreen. I mean, I've only seen it in pan scan. So watching it in HD. And oh, I I watched it in HD. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's licking his lips. He looks like he has something. Oh, to I'm say. frothing. I can't wait. Um, frothing with cheese whiz. But with with this coming <laughs> from Kim Hankel, I really expected maybe a higher satire level or just something more equivalent to what maybe we got in part two with Toe Hooper. Um, yeah, this really was just a big downer for me. I see why this sat on the show for so 16% long. 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. And then I also see that's, why this this held back grace. this held back the the series for like ever. 10 I years. Mean, it Ten wasn't years. for Platinum Dunes. We would Michael this, Bay. This would be the sour fucking note that this fucking series ended on. Yep. And for having these kind of actors in it, it was just a huge failure to me. So this would not be a buy. This would barely be a rent. It's just a total pass for me. But by all means, if this is something you need to fucking to fill out your filmography of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I mean, venture into it with an open mind and try to sit back and enjoy yourself. I mean, like I always tell the guys is like sometimes if we're not in the right mood, you can't even enjoy some of the classics. Like if I'm not in the right mood, I will just fall asleep in the first three minutes of like Frankenstein black and white, you know, because like it's just it's just so obtuse Obtuse. in in my fucking filmography. I was like, what is this? I don't know. And it's yeah. like, but you know, for other phone. people, you know, hey, this might be your cup of tea, but yeah, for me, it was a, it's a pass. I tried, and I'm I'm glad it's over with. I'm glad that I'll never have to probably see the next generation for another ten years. Oh, we're never going to re review this ep- this this. All right, we're saving the best for last. How about you, Ralph? Uh, where do you sit? <laughs> where do you sit on the next generation? Next generation, in all honesty, this is the hardest of passes that you can get. This is a swipe right. This is a hard pass. This is. Hey, I'd rather I'd rather cut my finger off than fucking watch this movie again. I'd rather I'd rather watch Suicide Squad and Batman v Batman v Super, Superman back to back. You know, Best Buy I had Batman v Superman on sale, Blu-ray, three ninety nine. Ultimate, I'll buy, buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it on my Voodoo. <laughs> I'll put that on my Voodoo before I fucking put this movie. That, sorry, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Asshole. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. But this one, I want my three hours that I tried to put into this fucking movie. I watched it three times because I kept losing interest. I kept picking up my phone playing Gardenscapes (laughs) because I fucking... This movie is horrible. (laughs) The acting is nowhere to be found. The writing is... Sounds like something that was written for a high school... For a fucking high school, like, first project for opening theater class. This is not worth the time, money, effort, brain power, brain power, worth losing eyesight over. It's not. No, no. Hard pass. So hard pass. Did you mute me? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) hard pass. Fucking hard pass. Like if you could fling this to the wall, I would. (laughs) Like so. That is real stay. <laughs> it will burn a hole in the Jeff's carpet. <laughs> what you got, Nate? I got nothing. <laughs> oh man, we built <laughs> we, we built up. What was the text you sent? You said, "Oh shit, I've been watching this for thirty minutes." I, uh, I'm going to tell that. Yeah, yeah, tell that story. That was a funny one. I, I, um, so we're in this group message together. All right, in the words of a uh, top-notch poet. Jay Sherman. It stinks. This movie 
is fucking awful. Ladies and gentlemen, when I fucking heard we were doing Texas Chainsaw, I was stoked. But then I remembered this movie's in that series. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's yours now, motherfucker. It's a keeper. <laughs> so check it out. I loaned this movie to Ralph, and then I went to rent it. But I bought the fucking thing by accident. <laughs> so I, I got off work one day. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to chill in the bathtub and watch this on the iPad. <laughs> you ended up masturbating. I have, no, I have nothing to distract me in the bathtub. You got the, the fucking iPad, me, my balls. My balls were more interesting. You know when you fart and your balls float and they do like a wiggle wobble? That's a fucking... I got distracted by that. And then it led me into thinking about the science behind a fucking fart. And then I started dazing off into fucking Neverland of wondering, you know, what would happen if I actually fucking farted and it like inverted would i suck water in, into my body like how does this work i thought of the mechanics of how a fart works and then i realized 30 fucking minutes had passed and i had to restart the goddamn fucking movie i have to do this again so i got out of the tub i went to my wife i said look go smoke a fucking bowl of weed get stoned but sit here with me and make sure i pay attention to this movie <laughs> And she was like, why? I was like, I can't, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. You have to have a fucking six volt brain to watch this fucking movie. The writers had a two volt brain. Yeah. You, I mean, you got to triple it for the watcher because they're yeah. having to process. Three writers. I really think, uh, so my w poor wife had to sit there and <laughs> about 10 minutes in, she kicks me and I go, what the fuck you kick me for? She's like, you're dazing off looking in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I can't focus on this movie. I can't. I thought, you know, Matthew McConaughey might bring some levity like fucking uh uh like Vigo was did. I mean, I was like there's got to be something of merit. I've just got to get past these four fucking douchebags that are on the screen for the first 30 minutes. I got past it. Guess what? Nothing got better. It was like <laughs> It was like putting provolone on your fucking cheesesteak. <laughs> or chicken. Chicken cheesesteak. No, man. Like, seriously, in all honesty, uh, listeners, I, I can't get behind this. I suggest you don't. And I know most of America didn't, except the fucking, what, 2,400 people that went and paid a ticket for this piece of shit. Um, I can't fathom how movies like this get made. This is worse than any of the nightmares. This is worse, far worse than any of the Fridays. And this is by far swing and a miss for most of the horror iconic series people. Like, like fucking Hellraiser. I can't get through part three, but it's more entertaining and more fucking driven than this. Oh, I yeah. just can't get over the CD man that shoots CDs out his fucking zipper pussy and fucking kills people with it. Arr, can't do it. But it's better than this. It's better than this. It's better than this. I only sat through this because we had to review it. I'm never returning to this. I am not. Ralph brought me my my hard case back, but no DVD. Thank Christ. I ain't ever fucking touching it again. You could pay. I'd rather go see a Jaden Smith show. Which you did. I'd rather go see Fallout Boy. Which you did. Which you did. Thank you. I'd rather, I rather hang with Justin Bieber for a weekend. Which you did. And not try, <laughs> and not, and not try to kill him. I would go through hell and high water 
not to watch this fucking movie again. Highest, highest, highest of avoids. Jeff's usually the negative one. He said, ah, be open-minded. Fuck no. Don't watch it. That's my piece. No, I like to pass the shit around. Don't pass the shit. This is something I think people need to be scarred by because this is just like, this This made me like this. Not, you know what? If I you lost, ever want to. I lost face in Kim Hinkle because like Kim Hinkle. He's being an tied, idiot. Him being tied to the original made me like go like, why? Like, here you are. And on that documentary being like, this is the epitome exactly. of Exactly. This is the true spirit of tech. I'm sorry. If you're big Jeez. shit and you got the biggest set of balls and you go into film production and you know your shit doesn't stink, then you know what? Don't put out a fucking stinker. You but, better fucking do it good. Yeah, stand up. I mean, if you're going to write and direct something, you know what? Have it have a true vision. The, this didn't feel like it had merit. It didn't have weight. If we put side, you know, bygones be bygones. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey, Renee Zellweger should have been like shining fucking stars in this yeah. fucking film. Because they already both did Dazed and Confused. But we always talk about this shit. If you suck on paper, you're not going to fucking shine. No, you can't. I'm sorry, Jonathan Demi and all that shit, when they adapted Silence of the Lambs, if that thing didn't shine oh. on fucking paper, you're not going to walk into a fucking set and have these fucking great actors sit down with like a wealth of fucking greatness. No, to bring to the what screen. you get is mo money, <laughs> and what you create exactly. But with what you create with, it's going to be on the paper first, and then when we sit down and we know what's on paper, like a back of our fucking hands, we can then bring it to ephemeral fucking greatness. Let's make us something magic happen and let it be you know captured on film. Perfect example of that is, uh, do you think Christian Slater is a terrific actor? No. Okay, do you think Patricia Arquette is a terrific actor? No. Look at True Romance. Yeah. What makes that fucking a great movie? A great fucking script. Solid. Tarantino wrote a script. great story. You gotta have fucking... And a, great You gotta have actors. legs, and then you can deal with the yeah. bullshit. This doesn't have legs. Because no. you can no, have fun. That, like, we talked about Christian Slater at length in Cuffs. Mm. It's a fun film. Yeah. And he creates a fun environment and atmosphere, and he just has fun. And it creates a fun movie. This, if it was on paper as being a stand-up scary film with wealth of fucking dialogue and characters, it would have been a stand-up horror film. Could have been. This wasn't even borderline satire. This wasn't anything. This is, this is empty-headed. Yeah. This is nothing. It doesn't ponder like, any thoughts. We talked about you. one of your favorites from Netflix was... Uh, uh, the one with the Lucy Fulci fucking shadow people and the smoke creatures and the cellar... Uh, Oh, fucking, we are still here. And I talked about it. It's not a great film, but it has great atmosphere. This film... It has great atmosphere. It has good dialogue. It has wonderful acting. And There's it, the difference. If you walk into an indie film, which this was, and you have that courtesy to extend that that trust with your people, you know, like, hey, we're going to create something that's going to be in this box. This didn't have a box. This had maybe one-liners and subtle scenes that created something, but it wasn't like a solid wall-to-wall film. It wasn't anything. Yeah, when you have limo scenes. There's nothing. Uh, yeah, it just came out of left field of like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, Look, Maximum Overdrive is better than this, yep. and that is a dog shit of a fucking that is a movie. That's a coked-out madness. That is, yeah. that is Stephen King directing his own movie, snorting the shit out of cocaine and drinking Listerine to get drunk because he was <laughs> supposed to be in rehab for alcohol. So 
what he would do is he would drink Listerine to get drunk and snort cocaine to keep awake. That movie was better than this. The, makes, I mean, call it what you will. The only thing that movie had to stand on was fucking Emilio Estevez is cool and fucking a great soundtrack. Yeah. This doesn't have any of that. This doesn't have Emilio. This has fucking goddamn Matthew McConaughey not doing what anything. He, but, what he could be doing. If you give him the right script, this could be great. Every fucking scene. <laughs> you know, fuck, shut the fuck up. Renee Zellweger not responding to any dialogue. That's what's funny. You didn't need Conaghy or Zellweger in the original. You didn't need them. You, do, you, you don't need anybody. You could, you could put fucking... One dude in there with a brilliant script. And that's what I prefer. Uh, I prefer American Splendor. Yeah. Okay. Relatively unknown person, Paul Giamatti, fucking, and one other dude and one other chick make a dynamite fucking movie. Why? Because of script. And that's what's important in indie films or any kind of film, especially horror films. It's fun when you have a movie create the person, not the person create the film. Mm. I I love that. It's true. Because you're like, oh, David Carradine's in this. It's going to be great. It's like, no, no, no. no. There's only a couple of actors you can bank on being good. Yeah. Just because it's them. One of them is a four-time Academy Award winner in Jack Nicholson. Anything that dude's in, I know it's he's going to be interesting. Maybe. Would name one that isn't. What, with Jack Nicholson? Yeah. As good as it gets? Fucking phenomenal. I don't know. Anger management? It's hilarious because of him. The two Jakes? The two Jakes is fucking great. I don't don't like Robert Town as a director, but that's just me. Two Jakes is Jack Nicholson. I he's the director. I know he's the director. That's his first movie. I I don't think so. Yeah, Mm, yeah. You should look that up. I did. I think it's Robert Town. Go for it. Two Jakes. Well, while he's doing that, let's go ahead and close out. (laughs) Because I'm pretty. Well, I don't want to go off the record without being right. Because I don't think. But while you're looking for that, we'll go ahead and start closing. But I'll say this: there is. Light at the end of the tunnel, ladies and gentlemen. For those aspiring to be script writers, watch this movie. If you write something better than this, you have a chance of getting it made. You should take the chance of getting it made. I mean, that's a very positive thing. Because if shit like this gets made, there's hope. Yeah. And especially with, uh, yeah, directed by Jack Nicholson, fool. Um. That's sad. That's his first. God, then Robert Town wrote it. Yeah, that's his first uh, direct. That's his only directing piece he did. That's horrible. But uh, Jake Getz, right? That was his name, Getz. Yeah, because the sequel yeah. to Chinatown. Yeah, Chinatown's fucking great. Yeah, Chinatown's um, great. But I mean, Too one good. out of a hundred fucking movies that you didn't like. Yeah. Mississippi, or, not Mississippi Burning. Is it Mississippi Burning? Where's about the right? Uh, Miller's, or something Crossing, or whatever. Miller's Crossing is Coen Brothers. Not Milling, Miller's, it's something Crossing. <laughs> Whatever. Anywho, uh, yeah, take a look into this if you're an aspiring scriptwriter, and just you know, there's there's very few bad fucking movies that are like this, yet they still get made. So take a chance with your writing. It can't be any fucking worse than this shit. Yeah, because Kim Hinkle really set the whole fucking franchise down. Did he write script. this as well? Kim yes, Hinkle? I was written directed uh, by Kim Hinkle, uh, which is like. It says a lot because, like, like I said, when he came off on the documentary, you really thought it was going to be something that was going to be worthwhile and solid. And like I said, maybe in somebody else's eyes, it might be a solid film, but no, I didn't really find it to be. I mean, that's the type of person. That's like a fucking hipster right there. That anybody that agrees, like, oh, this movie's fantastic. Like, 
Thelma Adams. It's divine. This is the divine Leatherface. Go smell your own fucking shit, bro, because you're fucking stupid. You fucking are retarded if you think this is a good movie. Or you've never seen anything else. I think it's... Like, you were blind. You went to the doctor. He was able to cure your fucking detached retina, and your first thing you saw was this movie. Hey, all right. This is fucking great. No. Oh, why is it great? Well, I've been blind for fucking 46 years. Oh, have so this you, is the first thing you've ever seen in your life. Okay. That's you've heard of the good only movie. way you could give this a good. But you've heard good movies before. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're Helen Keller, you might. <laughs> this might be for you. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. Nope. And I'm sorry we skipped over it so quickly, listeners. No, no, no. You know what? No, I can't do it. We couldn't do scene for scene for this because it was. Oh. Yeah. This lacked cheese whiz. It did. Cheese whiz is fucking awesome all right guys <laughs> are you afraid to edit this episode Rob? yes i am <laughs> i would fear why don't cut the cheese whiz <laughs> all right on that note listeners we will be back next time for the remake michael bay and yeah, platinum dunes it's a prequel the yeah. beginning which i'm actually looking forward to getting into reboot reboot what did i say prequel i said prequel. the reboot and it's prequel is it a prequel? Are you not listening? Yeah, is it a prequel? The beginning is the prequel, the too. The is a prequel. Yeah, is it? It's the start. It is. it is. It's the beginning. But if it's a total reboot, it's still... The reboot after. happens after they've been killing for years. The beginning is where the it all start. started. Okay. It should, like, example... Because I thought the prequel is the beginning, because it's... No, 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 no. The, the beginning... The, pre- pre-ki- the prequel is the beginning. But the beginning's actually called the beginning. No, no, no. no. You're, you're confusing them. You're confusing them. The remake... <laughs> The remake is the essentially remake is, just, is uh, Texas Chainsaw. The yeah, remake essentially is just Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the first one from like the first like. Oh, so the, reboot yeah. and the prequel. Yeah, and then you have okay. the prequel that started that shows right? how they. That's what I said. Okay, I thought you said the you kept, prequel. I, yeah, I, you I kept was like, what the hell? See, just talking about this movie melted Jeff's brain. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? We're it, the part the one reboot? with Jessica Bill is not a prequel. No, it's the reboot. The reboot. Yep. I and think I think that one takes place in '74, and the prequel, the prequel takes, takes place, place in '65 or something. But doesn't it take, doesn't it end up being after? No, eventually, no. No. it's all before. It's all, it's all before. before Jessica Biel. So it shows the the sheriff and everything young. Yep. Oh, really? well, not not young, but it shows how he becomes the sheriff. The yeah. corrupt motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. So. And those kids are like their first kills. Yeah, they, oh, really? this is like they're talking about the Vietnam War. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. The Jessica Biel one's like seventy. See, I remember the Jessica Bill one like the back of my hand, but the the beginning, I like I saw it once, maybe twice, and that was it. There was no, there was no three times the lady on that one. Yeah, I was like, beginning's pretty good. Yeah. Anyways, we'll discuss that next time. So I'm Nathan. I'm Jeff, and this is Ralph. Keep this turd out of your fucking DVD player and keep it scary. Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary.